It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. I heard from voters that they were very, now these are obviously, um, very well-informed voters, right. but they were they were at the polling station. They were voting early, and several of them said to me that they don't uh, want to vote for the Republican because it's clearly impossible to get a solution on the issue of immigration. Is it border, uh, the border problem, the immigration issue, uh, the migrant issue in their district was the top issue for them, and that the fact that Republicans killed that bipartisan deal. Uh, put them over the edge to vote for Tom Swazi. Ha ha ha! Wearing my blue Nami T-shirt this morning. Ha ha! How do you say it? Swazi. 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 Yeah, I don't. He's a moderate who didn't want uh, Biden campaigning for him. <laughs> sure. That's there you fine. go, Captain Buzzkill. <laughs> yeah. Just wait for yeah. that. <laughs> um. Okay, this was a huge... This is huge. the thing. We just keep winning. And it, it's... Captain Buzzkill, can you shut the... For one second and let's, he had let us have before. our victory. He had he the seat he before. He had the seat before, yes, he did. But he, oh but he left God. it to go Trump run Trump just for loved, won Governor. that district. Governor, right. What do you call it? Santos won by how much? Eight, this is huge. I believe. Uh, yeah, Brian Tyler Cohen said, Tonight, Democrats won massively in a district that voted for George Santos just one cycle prior. Tomorrow, many in the media, Chris, will go back to <laughs> obsessing over how Biden's Democratic Party is in shambles. Keep your head down, ignore the noise, and focus on winning in November. I just don't want you complaining when he doesn't vote the way you want him to vote. First of all, these rat <laughs> bastards, they they rushed this Mayorkas impeachment before Swazi got in. And, uh, and somebody was sick Judy with COVID. Judy yes. our friend, who I marched with in the gay pride parade, uh -huh. was out with COVID. Yeah. No, they did that. He did it on purpose yep. to win, you know, win by one vote yep. on a completely ridiculous impeachment. That it just, there's oh. going nowhere. He's not being removed. It's a stupid. Right I after they, trial. right after they vote to hold up the funds, he needs to do his job. Although, if, if the CDC adjusts the uh, COVID rules the way they want to, Judy Chu could have made it. <laughs> well, here's my thing. Yes. Is, is <laughs> yes. I really want a trial because Marjorie Taylor Greene is yeah. the impeachment manager. <laughs> So I want that trial. I just, it's not going to yes, happen, but yes. I want that trial. Yes. Um, yeah, Dino Badella also talking to D Captain Buzzkill. If Democrats had lost the special election in New York yesterday, corporate media would have told us for days why this means Dem will, Dems will lose in 2024. But since Dems won, corporate media will cover it for an hour and mm -hmm. or find ways to undermine the victory. Corporate media is part of the GOP. Yep. Thank you, Dean. I, it's... I, I mean, we've won pretty much every election, every special. I think yeah. we just won another seat in Pennsylvania as mm -hmm. well. And a, yeah, it was a state seat. State seat, yeah. right. It's important, but, though. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I it is really extraordinary. And, and that's exactly what Dana Bash just said, mm -hmm. is what people are saying. It, thank God it's not just us that marinate in this. People are paying attention to going, Republicans can't govern. govern. They're the ones that killed their own border deal yes. because Donald Trump told them to. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is once again directly responsible for this loss. He told them, vote against it. Yes, he did. You know, Lindsey Graham, coward uh. that he is, put out this whole statement. Why vote against the, uh, you know, a Ukraine aid or whatever. And someone said, here, let me fix it for you. In, in magic marker, just Trump said no. Yeah, like that's it's your whole party. Yeah. <laughs>
Like, it's just, he's, oh my God, he's gone to Kiev, looked in Zelensky's eyes and promised him that we'll stand with him. Oh my God. Uh, oh, can I just say, Kristen Johnson, who we love, who did I a happy her. hour. Kristen, come back. We miss you. Me love her a lot. I love but it's her. It's just this whole, this New York Times headline, which everyone's talking about, which is worse, Biden's age or Trump handing NATO to Putin? And Kristen just said, which is worse, a paper cut or a gunshot wound? I mean, <laughs> you know, Randy Mayhem Singer, which is worse, jaywalking or murder? I mean, I know. This is, oh, by the way, so yesterday, this show was, uh, we were that Saturday Night Live sketch where the movie critics uh, both all critique movies that they haven't seen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Scoot didn't see it. So we hadn't seen Jon Stewart when everyone was going to complain. But uh, now I did watch it, and I am with all the people that are complaining. Uh, And Bob Seska, he said, uh, who joins us in a few minutes, he said, here's exactly where Jon Stewart lost me last night. About 15 minutes into the show, he said, President Biden deserves more scrutiny than Trump, more. When Biden accumulates a record of damage as existentially dangerous as Trump's, fine. I mean... And here, I get that we are in bubbles. Like MSNBC only played the part where he took a shot at Trump. Mm -hmm. But if you watched it, he piled on Biden way more. He piled on Biden's age way more. I mean, he took one, you know, he played one clip of Trump not remembering. But just went on and on then. And just in in sort of like, it's that cynicism about both sides. About, oh, this is, nobody likes anybody. These people, this is gross. And you know what I mean? That's what depresses turnout to me. That's what like, makes people just not want to get involved in the process at all. And I I just, that was both sides do it comedy, if you ask me. I mean, and I'm not saying Jon Stewart's not wildly talented, which of course he is, but it, it just... I couldn't watch it. I finally turned it off. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, Joe Biden in the middle of this international crisis in, in uh, Israel, first of all, you know he knows who Sisi is. He's been negotiating with him. It's like he misspoke one time and said of Mexico instead of Egypt. He clearly knows who Sisi is and what he's doing and what he's talking about. Unlike Trump, who has no idea what he's talking about on any subject and gets things wrong repeatedly over and over, whether it's Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi or whatever. But we'll we'll talk to uh, Bob about it a little more, too, because I just, yeah, I think I was, I guess I was a little surprised. I mean, I get it. Someone... Hang on. Hold, please. Lots of commentary on this whole... Uh, talk amongst yourselves. So um, next Monday, we'll we'll see what John Stewart says next Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know he's getting all of this information. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah so. He's getting all of this information from here. Right. Because he uh, listens to the show. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, raw I mean, we know his writer's room does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Raw 2 Real said, uh, I'm calling bolt." On John Stewart, it's funny how he didn't have a problem with age when it came to Bernie Sanders, who's even older than True. President Biden. How can you say an 81-year-old man can't run this country when Biden is 81 and running it very well? Um, our friend Rachel Bittekoffer said, "Sounds like the Daily Show and John Stewart completely failed to read the room. I'll help them out. Republicans are gearing up to end the constitutional order, and you want to pile on Biden about being old? It's just that's what it feels like at this point, Jody. It just feels like piling on. Mm-hmm. We get it; he's old. Nobody does, like, disputes that he's that. old. You know, it's like okay. But it, anyway, he can't change that. I, I just again, both old. One's a fascist. Okay, make a note of it. One's a fascist. Both old. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris Hayes also, by the way, uh, saying, uh, pointing out, George Santos won this seat 15 months ago by eight points. Mm-hmm. And uh, am I saying this right? Sozy? Sozy. Swozy. Huh? Swozy? Swozy. Yeah. Swozy. 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 He needs to it looks spell Italian. this better. It is Italian. Yeah. So it should be. What's the matter, you? It's a Swozy, huh? With two Zs, it should be. Swozy. 
Seat like pizza. Instead of scuzzy, we're going to say scuzzy on this show. Scuzzy? 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 Scuzzy. Might I speak? Scuzzy? Scuzzy. Okay. Scuzzy is probably how it's pronounced. Wow, we just massacred that 16 ways to Sunday. Scuzzy. Is on track to win by six. That's a 14 point swing with a Democrat in the White House. If the shoe were on the other foot, Dems would be freaked out. And frankly, I think Republicans should be more freaked out than they are. This should have been a very favorable terrain. The whole race was run on their issue and they still lost. Um, Yeah. And then this pointing out, uh, one of the two Democrats who wasn't present for the House impeachment vote has COVID. Representative Judy Chu says, of course, she would have voted against impeaching Mayorkas. Uh, Ron tweets, Moses Mike held the vote when a Dem was out with COVID because Jesus told him to. Yep. They're just beyond despicable. They Um, holes. Should we go, uh, should we take the listeners behind the curtain here at the Stephanie Moore Show? Oh, God. The entire... Pre-show. Are we prepping? No, Jody and I are looking at dresses for sexy liberal. And I have two Jody here. Jody brought two in that I tried in. Uh, tried on. They're too uh, uh, heavy. heavy. They're beaded. They're too heavy. But uh, well, you need to do more shrugs. Chris, Chris was <laughs> listening to. <laughs> okay, Jody and I were discussing shrugs because I don't like I to wear sleeve. We both don't like to wear sleeve. I have so many. Anyway, but so. And I'll Chris is like, what's tomorrow. a shrug? Because he only knows the weightlifting shrug. And uh-huh. then he uh, critiqued my form for doing a shrug. Well, it was awful. <laughs> I was exaggerating for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh but you God. were looking at like Coco the gorilla trying to figure out an iPhone when I- we were talking about fashion. I was like, what if I wear a, like a spank slip underneath that one with the sheer front? And you're like, I think that could work. And then I was like, what about a shrug with the sequin sleeveless one? Okay, so we had a whole fashion segment, and you just had that look on your face. You're not the right kind of gay. Why no, didn't I get the, the right kind gay. of gay in here? I You're don't like, know. Was Travis that Listen, kind of gay? No, 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 I don't no. think so. You both are useless. You both were show ponies. <laughs> They're both useless for the fashion gays. Yeah. She's at least a workhorse. She brings in heavy beaded dresses. You probably can't even lift, lift those beaded dresses. Oh, I, I, can, I can lift both of them. Um, I wear them. <laughs> what, what about your tiny baby nephew? Yes. Oh. Does he? Does well, he he's com- bi. Right. So, and he's a former football player, so not really. I think that part cancels out the gay part. He might have more fashion sense than I do. Mm. He's an actor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, guess you're who, a little bit gay if you're an actor. Guess who right. joins us tomorrow in studio? Your Paul. tiny baby nephew. Tiny baby nephew, Paul Fitzgerald, <laughs> yes. who plays the first gay president. Uh-huh. Which is acting because he's bisexual. Right. So he's, you know. One side of him is. Right. He's married, right? On the new. He's married. Yes. He's he's married. A to a woman. Yes. To a lady, to a lady, lady per- person. To a lady person. To a fantastic lady person. Yes. Anyway, he, it's in the new Shonda Rhimes Netflix series called The Residence. Right. Referring to the White House residence, and he will uh, join us. I look us. forward to seeing that television. And they He's have, handsome. They, they had to stop he production is. because of the strikes, right. correct? And yeah, so and, and then Andre Brower died. Oh, that's was, true. So they, they had to reshoot yeah. the okay. lead. So, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff that cast has Got been it. going through. We'll talk to him about all yeah. that. Very exciting. All right. Uh, so, uh, what else? Did I? Uh, it's hard to uh, cover all the despicableness in one segment. <sighs> oh, our friend Aaron Rupar. Uh, the core Republican message for this November, Joe Biden old, ew, brown people, border, 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 reproductive choice is overrated, ladies, ew, trans people and gays, don't you feel sorry for Trump? How about tax cuts? That's it. That's pretty much it. Which go. is why there will be a blue NAMI. You can get this t-shirt at stephaniemiller.com. Not a girl. Oh, we need to update the year, don't we? Oh, well. This All was right. an interesting out of the gate. Oh, yes. and also, by the way, could I have some sexy liberal music? If you don't like your comedy, both sides do it, brand. 
sexy liberal save the world tours for you. We're gonna we're ready to explode, aren't we, Chris? I can explode. We are. Because it's a really big deal. It's all we talk about behind you, the scenes. I can't yes, tell you exactly. the company yet. I can't tell you the company. I can't tell you the cities. It's a lot. It's and a Chris big deal. A it is a BFD. We should call it a BFD. Can, can I say this? There are. I, should we screen this before you? There are some weeks where you're going to be doing one right after another. One month has three. One month has That's three gonna kill me. sexy liberal yeah. shows. It'll so be I'll worth be it hosting. to see what month I die in. Is, was that okay to say? Sure. Just one month. I th- we don't know what I month. Think so. We're coming to a lot of cities we've never been to before. Yes. Yep. Essentially, that's it is what a I was huge, saying. huge tour. Yeah. We cannot. We uh, and Chris just, had a great idea. There's a lot of pieces moving into place. We're going to announce the whole thing, all the cities all at, at once. once. Everything will go on sale so at once. So there will be a frenzy. Be- I believe beginning of March we will. Uh, You're announce allowed all at the it. beginning of March. Yeah. It's in the emails. Yeah. I just I, I need to get my uh, beaded dresses and sequins and shrugs. I think you should wear order. one of them. Yeah. Or should I need I? to do some shrugs with those beaded I can dresses. I could put on one of them if you want. Oh, could you? Yeah. Yeah, do that for the next... Do it right now. Also, by the way, so since Jody has told me where she buys her dresses, now we're going to have a running joke where every party we show up in the same dress and then look horrified No, she literally has at least one that I also have and wanted to order two that I have. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) We have the same taste. You're so pretty. Okay. (laughs) Look at at Coco over there. Mm -hmm. Strong. I, I just wear a black t-shirt and, and jeans on stage. That's all. Useless gay. That's what he is. I, Completely useless gay. Doesn't know how to do hair. Nothing. God, no. Ugh. But he's good at if you have something on your teeth. Right. He's very good about that. Yeah. We have more man meat, thank God. Bob Seska, Malcolm Nance, Carlos Elzrocki. Uh-huh. Stephanie Miller. Okay, you know what? If I'm not allowed to be snide, you're not allowed to be condescending. Stephanie Miller. Yes. Yes. Adam, thank you. On Twitter, Republicans are impeaching Mayorkas while simultaneously holding up the funds he needs to do his exactly. job. Exactly. And uh, we see you, including the people in the New York 3rd District. You get, what did they say? That's cannot right. govern. Republicans right. cannot govern, and it's becoming clear. It, there's no way he's going to be convicted. You know oh, how we need I to want counter. The trial, though I really do. <laughs> do you know how we need to counter the homo of hopelessness? As I've just dubbed Chris Lavoy with Seth, the homo of hope. He could help. Hello, Seth. Hello. <laughs> Happy Man Meat Wednesday, everybody. Happy Thank Man you. Meat Wednesday. <laughs> Nothing makes Hump Day better than Man Meat on Wednesday. And yes. I have to admit, I'm in Chris's corner. People come to my house and they go. Are you really homos or are you roommates? Because we just don't, we can't decorate. But uh, <laughs> I, did, I did want to say something we all got wrong. When Trump said to his base, so much winning, enough with the winning already. You'll be tired of the winning. Well, he was absolutely right. They are all tired of the winning because we are the ones doing the winning. Yes, and, correct. And uh, exactly. they are turning over. And this Mallorca thing, you know what? It's as ridiculous as it is. It's another example of this is just going to bite them in the foot. They're going to look like fools. Yep. And th- everything they're doing is cementing our path to that blue NAMI T-shirt that you are wearing, Stephanie. And oh. may have I not Thank you. said 
how lovely you look in it. Thank you. Thank you, Homo Eddie Pope. Haskell. And God bless you. <laughs> God bless the United States. He is Eddie Haskell. God you bless are right. The United States. That's right. Thank you. You look oh. lovely in that shirt, Miss Stephanie. Whatever, Homo of Hopelessness. <laughs> <laughs> John Dean with a good point. He said GOP undertook this impeachment to cheapen the process because Donald Trump has been impeached twice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It, everything they do is at his orders, right? Uh, here, the House shows any federal official can be impeached for anything or nothing. Donald likely asked the GOP to do this to make his high crimes and misdemeanors appear political. In this t- instance, however, the House could not find any high crimes or, or misdemeanors. Yeah, mm-hmm. no kidding. Karen in Chicago. Boo, right. boo, boo. Foo, foo, foo. Hello, Schmooby Bear. Hello, I am Shmoo. happy to hear, and I, I knew it. I knew you were not going to be happy about that John Stewart thing. Ugh. This is the thing. I don't, and I'm sorry, and I, you know, apologies. I know we have a lot of really great male allies. I don't think that men understand how angry women are. And how we, when I hear Listen, people talking about Listen, we had some Biden liberal age, male allies that were very patrissending mm-hmm. about Roe v. Wade. Yes. I, 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 yes, yeah. yes, thank you. And I'm sorry, and it's like, I know that they mean well, but this is the thing that they don't understand. Joe Biden and the Democrats are the only thing standing between us and a complete national ban on abortion. Mm-hmm. and fascism yeah. in this country yeah so it's just i'm sorry i just again i feel like you're it's a place of privilege and a protected class that can hear what john stewart is talking about and take and messing around with this third party nonsense where there's no pathway to 270 electoral college votes i think carlos will have thoughts on that later economy. yes yeah, thank yeah, you, Karen. Absolutely. I, I yeah. Um, uh, FDDM on Twitter said John Stewart is definitely on the Bill Maher spectrum and has been for a long time. I won't watch him. His both sides ism worse than ever. He hurts our cause in the interest of being fair and balanced. Uh, where have I heard that before, Mark in uh, Santa Fe? Um, by the way, Gulf Coast Guide said uh, Stephanie Miller knows better than just about anyone else the power the Democrats have over Trump, the MAGA cult, and the GOP is the power of mockery, sarcasm, and snark. Thank you, Gulf Coast guys. If that's the way you like your your humor sexy liberal tour is for you sexyliberal.com chicago's on sale it's the only one up right now but many many more coming soon uh 29 minutes after the hour bob seska next It's the responsibility of a great nation, and we are a great nation that the rest of the world looks to. And I mean that, the rest of the world looks to us. The stakes are already high for American security before this bill was passed in the Senate last night. But in recent days, those stakes have risen. And that's because the former president has sent a dangerous and shockingly, frankly, un-American signal to the world. Just a few days ago, Trump gave an invitation to Putin to invade some of our allies, NATO allies. He said, if an ally didn't spend enough money on defense, he would encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want, end of quote. That's what a real president sounds like, Mm -hmm. by the by. Oh, uh, Dave Weigel tweets, the verdict from New York 3 is clear. Suburban voters want Joe Biden to be even older. Okay. (laughs) 
Take that, mainstream media. Take that, John Stewart. Okay, hey, look who's here. My soulmate. Hunky men, why? On Bob Valentine's Seska joins Day. us now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. You're cute and I love you, Bob Seska. Where you coming from? Bob is calling us from Washington. You Seska Washington, D.C. Just follow the money. Oh, hi, Bob. Happy Valentine's Day. Hi, and happy Valentine's Day, Stephanie. Is my head still intact? Because my head's been systematically exploding and then reforming, exploding and reforming for like three days in a row. And I'm so I'm so happy last night yeah. in New York turned out the way it did, because otherwise my head would have just kept exploding yes. and, and reforming and yes. exploding. And just, it's just a mess all over the place. The cleanup is harrowing. So it's just one of those, it's been one of those news cycles with yeah. Biden is old and then Donald Trump saying what he said uh, on Saturday, yeah. I believe it was, which should be banner headlines all around mm-hmm. the United States right yeah. now. I mean, that that's the thing. Thank I, that's, you. That's, yeah, that's where I think we all feel like we're taking crazy pills. When we hear him say something like that, like, hey, Vladimir Putin, why don't you invade Europe? We'll support you. And then, you know, there's crickets chirping from mm-hmm. the mainstream political That's press. That's because crickets chirped go, when he said, Russia, if you're listening, hack into Hillary's yeah. emails. <laughs> like, I yeah. believe Putin over our intelligence agency standing there next to Putin. I mean, it, right, it, right. it's, you know. And we said at the time that that was the biggest news story of at least that year. Yeah. And now it's the ante has been upped so much. So now yeah. he's actually encouraging, and we need to call it what it is. He's encouraging Russia to invade Europe. Yeah, That's yes. how which would be World War III. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. World War III. World War III in Europe. And we don't know what side we'd be on. I assume Donald Trump would take the side of Vladimir Putin and maybe even supply military aid to him, maybe even in the form of military personnel. So I'm way ahead of this, Stephanie. And this by is the way, why my head keeps exploding. We were just talking about, you know, women and how mad we are. I First of all, Rude Pundit said how rapey Trump was. Russia, go do whatever the hell you want, dude. And like Putin in this interview with Tucker Carlson, it's the same thing. Like Poland was wearing too tight a dress, you know. Mm-hmm. Hitler could do whatever he wants. Like, and that's the way they're... And Tommy Tur- Turberville, yes. Senator Football McDump on cue, <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, the U.S. <laughs> Right, he had to. I, I, the, somehow, the aggressor becomes the the you know the victim. It, yeah. Like he yeah. had to invade uh, Ukraine. Or, I mean, it's it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know why Tucker went over there is because Vladimir Putin's butt won't motorboat itself. That's so, right. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Tucker has to well, step in. Bob, yeah. this is why I quoted you already before you got here. Now let me quote you to you. Um, cause I, yesterday I was saying we were that Saturday night live skit where we were critiquing something we, none of us had seen, which <laughs> was John Stewart, but obviously a lot of people on social media and callers were really upset. Um, and yeah. so, and I hadn't seen it, uh, you know, and as I said, he remains wildly talented, but I agree with people and with you who said, you said, here's exactly where John Stewart lost me last night, about 15 minutes into the show. He said, President Biden deserves more scrutiny than Trump more when Biden accumulates a record of damage as existentially dangerous as Trump's fine. Um, I just was yeah. saying, yeah, he had the one clip where he, you know, about Trump's memory. And then he piled on Biden for I don't know how mm-hmm. many minutes about about his age. And it, it, I just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think John Stewart, for whatever reason, and you know, I like to preface by saying that I admire John Stewart. I've watched The Daily Show going back to the early George W. Bush years. I mean, it's been a, a legacy uh, program to follow. But uh, that show Monday night was was indicative of someone who thinks that we're still in normal times, that we're still 
in this old paradigm where if Republicans get elected, well, yeah. it's just going to mean tax cuts for the rich, and that's all we have to deal with. Yeah, we're far, be- we're well, well I, beyond that now. Yeah, and I don't you know, mean to. I do have exquisite taste, but I'm just saying you yeah. and you know the sexy liberals I tour with. If you're funny and smart as all hell, but you know that both sides don't do it. You know, right. and, and Chris, you know, sometimes will say, oh, you're just too happy clappy about Biden. No, I think he is an extraordinary man and president and has accomplished yeah. a great deal. I'm not I, I, I don't get any money from the DNC. I don't get any money from anybody. It's just what yeah, I feel. Yeah. And I'm passionate about our democracy. And I think yeah, that's yeah. what you are. I, you're this. Uh, there's, there, we're, we've been talking about the Biden is old thing for what seems like years now, right. and it feels like we're just going through the Mad Libs of the the talking points to defend Joe Biden. I think I think the mainstream media has it covered that Biden's old. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: what we need to do now is just own it. Joe Biden's going to be renominated for right. the presidency. I mean, that's. No one's better positioned to be president again than the person who's already president, right. yeah. who has the heft of the White House behind him. Right. I mean, that's why we've been seeing for the last few days Joe Biden delivering remarks from the White House, because that's a big deal. Yeah. And so because uh, he's Andrew Shepard and do, he is president. Yeah. So <laughs> these couple of things we know he's going to be renominated. He's going to run again. He's going to be on the ballot in the fall. And he's old. We need to own this. We need to own what he is and own his accomplishments in spite of the fact that he's old. I mean, he's done an incredible job. And we're not saying necessarily that his age is showing. We're just saying that, yeah, I mean, we're not going to deny the fact that he's 81 years old. I mean, that's... That's an but objective you, but, a bit of reality there. Yeah. You know, but you're uh, you said it's been nearly nine years since the escalator and most of the political news media still doesn't know how to cover Donald Trump. And the New York Times, oh, yeah. they're supposed to be the legal, the liberal paper. No. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I mean if you yeah. want to make a big deal about Joe Biden's age, at least make three times bigger a deal out of the fact that Donald Trump is inviting Vladimir Putin to invade yes. Europe. I mean, I, I can't I can't emphasize yeah. how much of a big deal this is. I mean, this is the most this is the biggest story the last couple of years, at least because of where it goes. And yeah. you know what? D- Donald Trump doesn't actually have to do it while president Vladimir Putin heard what he said over the weekend loud and clear. So yeah. Vladimir Putin's if, if he's got plans, he's making plans. And yeah. so this is the kind of thing that we have to contend with, with the Donald Trump presidency. And that rises far above any issue of joe biden saying mexico instead of egypt or whatever john stewart was making a big deal about the other night it's just that's what i said he clearly knows that cc is the head of egypt he's been talking to him nonstop since october 7th it's like he misspoke the name of one country you know anyway yeah yeah. Um, and everyone's been making the point that any any parent with three or more children Routinely <laughs> refers to their children by the lo- the wrong name. Oh Even yeah, I was always the last and- name pick because I'm the youngest. So. Yeah, I mean, just with having two dogs, how many times do you refer to the dog by the wrong name of the other dog? Yeah, and so that, this is something people do, especially once you get o- older than forty. Sometimes yeah. that tends to happen. You should have grown up at the. No ref- you should have grown up the Richards, my best friends, the Richards house. There were seven daughters, so it was always like, <laughs> Tanya, Sandy, Shelly, yeah, Tracy, yeah. Moore, Shannon, Tara, oh, one of you, Rubus, get over here. Rutabaga. Yeah, it's just, 
starting to throw in just weird just words you. in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> not even names. You're just well, saying words. I mean, nuts. so thank you for tweeting back. Piers Morgan, of course, tweets, why should America automatically defend NATO countries that oh, don't God. spend 2% of GDP as defense as they're required to do? Pay up or pay the price. And you said this is like saying police shouldn't intervene in a murder if the victim was unarmed. Think about what pay the price means, Piers. Where, uh, when millions are dead, will you stand by your flippant, ghoulish, Trump-fluffing a horse? Uh, yes or no? Yeah, and yeah. can I just say, Seth Abramson said, here are the European countries Donald Trump and the GRP are fine with the Russian army invading due to them narrowly missing a 2% NATO spending target. MAGA is okay with Putin killing millions of the citizens of these nations as America watches. Albania, uh, Belgium, Bulgaria, Canada, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Denmark, France, Germany, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, Montenegro, Portugal, the Netherlands, Northern, uh, North Macedonia, Norway, Slovenia, Spain, and Turkey. <laughs> just I to mean, name a few. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, to, yeah, just as a warm-up. Oh, and by, by the way, I just want to mention that uh, Canada is a NATO nation. Mm-hmm. Thank so you. Yes, Canada. Donald Trump is in, basically encouraging Russia to invade maybe Canada. Who knows? But, I mean, here's the thing about the NATO thing. It's entirely a Vladimir Putin Russian talking point to say, oh, well, they've got to pay up. They're not paying their fair share as though there's like it's a club and mm-hmm. you have to pay your club membership dues or something like that. And there's all these scoff laws, you know, like Donald Trump probably would be if he were a member of this club, not paying his dues. Yes, because he doesn't pay anybody. But the fact of the matter is, thank you. That's <laughs> the irony. That's, that's not a it's not a thing. It's not a thing. There's a guideline in yeah. the NATO charter that says, well, you know, it'd be great if you spent about two percent of your GDP on military defense. But it's not a requirement to, in order to be in NATO. There's no rule saying that. And it's not taking money away from the United States. We're not taxpayers aren't putting the bill for anyone's yeah. military defense yeah. unless we're, you know, strategic allies with those well, people. But and- the fact of the matter is that this is just a gigantic lie as a pretext for allowing Russia to invade Europe. And by the way, in, in we're kind of yada yada yadaing the fact that Donald Trump will absolutely allow Russia to annex Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's done. Right. Ukra- I mean, yeah. if Donald Trump wins in the fall, Ukraine is done as a nation. You think the it's stakes going to be annexed by Russia? Yeah, the stakes were high for Putin in 2016. Imagine what yeah. it'll do in 2024 to get Trump in. I mean, and by the way, Staggering. Rick Stengel uh, echoed your point. He said, "Once a landlord, always a landlord." NATO is not a Queens, New York apartment complex. There are no dues. You can't be in arrears. They don't owe us anything. Yeah. It's a military alliance where countries agree to spend two percent of their GDP for defense and to support each and to support each other against aggression. All those countries I named, Bob. So they're okay. They fall a tiny bit below 2% once in a while. And I mean, it's just so insane to go, I'm not going to do anything. In fact, I'm going to tell Russia to attack you. It's just a peak insanity. Yeah, it's he is such a destabilizing element mm-hmm. in the entire world. I mean, you can start with what will happen for the Supreme, to the Supreme Court for another generation. Oh, mm-hmm. We could talk about the climate crisis, what's going to happen there, because he's going to roll back all that stuff. He pledged over the weekend to abolish all gun control laws. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. I mean, this yeah. is, we're just hitting the tip of the iceberg here in terms of this disaster. And there are people rending their garments out there right now going, oh, why, oh, why is Biden 81 years old? My God, <laughs> how, what, what a trespass against presidential decency or whatever they're saying about Joe Biden. That is absolute nonsense. I mean, the, the part that, by the way, John Stewart picked apart on his show the other night, uh, Joe Biden talking about at length and, and off the cuff 
extraordinarily complicated negotiations in the Middle East. Yes. And, you know, navigating the landmines that that are surrounding that entire issue. And he's doing it spontaneously without any notes. And Jon Stewart's like, well, why didn't he spit out these words faster? As yeah. though that were somehow a qualification to be president. My Thank you. God, he takes one clip of him talking about the most yeah. complicated issue in the world, this whole Middle yeah. East disaster, yeah. right? Well, I mean, while Aye. we're back on that, he all, John Stewart also said that, well, if the other guy wins, there may be some bad things, but the country's not over. I said, well, hang on a second. This is not... What are you talking about? Mitt Romney's not running for president. This is not the John McCain yeah. candidacy yeah. No, of yesteryear. Yeah. Yeah. This is, we're talking about a guy who's pledged to be a dictator, who's pledged to replace 50,000 federal workers with sycophants and loyalists Thank you. who will make sure he can stay in office well, when his you, term ends. I mean, it's you just madness. tweeted about Trump calls for mass detention camps and rounding up millions of Latinos. You said, who here thinks he'll stop with undocumented immigrants? Uh, we There's should prepare no ourselves yeah. for the possibility that anyone he deems undesirable or threat to his dictatorship will be booted too. I mean, there is not enough hyperbole for this year. And can I just say again, yeah. if you like your uh, comedy, <laughs> if you like it Patriotic and not both sides do it. Bob Seska, Frangela, John Fugel saying Hal Sparks, this show. Thank you. Th- we do not have time for these both sides do it jokes like we're Bob Hope's era. You know, yeah. I this one. Right. Um, yeah. uh, Louisa tweeted, I wonder if it matters to you, New York Times, that Cancel the Times is trending here on threads. Are you so entrenched in tradition that you think your paper is safe? It's not. But her emails has become but, her, but his age. Mm-hmm. And we are not having it. Our democracy hangs by a thread and your paper, a la the Iraq debacle, is increasing the danger. Um, yeah, and yeah. I mean, we all remember the Hillary is dying meme that uh, was circulating through all the conspiracy mm-hmm. theory people, Alex Jones, and then it made its way into the mainstream news when Hillary Clinton stumbled a little bit because she had pneumonia Thank you. at the 9-11 yeah. ceremony in, yeah. in 2016. Imagine if she hadn't and gone. Remember, if she hadn't gone, yeah. that would have been the other yeah. news cycle. Yeah. Right. And Wolf Blitzer was playing that footage. CNN was playing that footage like the Zapruder footage. For <laughs> it was going over and over again. Let's roll that back. Let's she go to the back into the left. Let's, back into the left. She fell back. Life into goes the left. on and Texan is there. It was like the buckwheat has been shot video, <laughs> yeah. except it was Hillary Clinton stumbling. You know what? Here we are. How many years later, nearly a decade later, Hillary Clinton is doing just fine. She's on cable news. She's yeah. giving speeches. She's doing her whole Hillary thing. Yeah. Perfectly healthy. Not a problem. And if I see jo- if, if Joe Biden loses this because people think he's too old and yeah. then three, four years from now, yeah. Joe Biden's out there riding his yeah. bike and giving speeches. My head is going to absolutely explode another few dozen times. Oh, my God. Times. The New York Times piece, Trump is tall and heavy set, and Biden is thin and seems, it's like, yes, because he's fit, and the other guy's a fat tub of treasonous priorities, trans priorities. fats. Oh, my God. Really? Being thin at 80 is yeah. bad? It's because he's in shape. Oh, my God. I can't. Okay. Your last it's, tweet, you said yeah. two of the most untold stories of the Biden administration, both of which we've told before you yell at me, are one under Biden, U.S. oil production is higher than uh, any country ever in history under Trump violent crime spiked under uh, Biden violent crime is falling they literally don't have a talking point anymore which is why they just uh, all they have are stunts 
Yeah, and, and remarkably, after all the yelling I've done this morning, uh, <laughs> I'm still pretty, I'm feeling pretty confident about November, and I probably shouldn't, but uh, I sh probably shouldn't say it out loud. Oh, but I, uh, I Captain Buzzkill over there would like you to know that uh, Tom Squazzi didn't want uh, Biden to uh, campaign for him. He's a moderate, and so uh, we shouldn't be happy about what happened. Oh, all he, right. Well, as know. long as he caucuses with the other Democrats, I don't care what he does. <laughs> when he votes like Joe Manchin and you start complaining, I'm not going to say I told you so. Okay. I can't, well, I, I don't there's know some white noise that, that I can't hear you, Bob. What, what else were you saying, Bob? <laughs> Maybe 10 years from now we'll have a problem with that. But right now he's got to stay in line. <laughs> like he's the new guy. I'm going to break so the Bob Seska rule and get happy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, happy. did I mention if All you right. like your comedy smart and funny and not both sides do it, the Bob Seska show is essential to America. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and your sanity. Thank you. Love you, honey. Mwah. Love you. Bye-bye. There he goes. Who the hell do you think you are? Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Okay, hi. Hi, hi, hi. I'm back. Hello. Malcolm Nance hi. coming up coffee with Carlos Alzaraki. Uh, Brian Tyler Cohen says, oh my God, it was just revealed that Republican special counsel Robert Hur's lawyer was Steve Bannon's lawyer. Oh. His report, quote unquote, was a political uh, hit job. Yes, thank you. Um, oh, how about this one in a totally unrelated story? Uh, Trump advisor Steve Bannon encouraged RFK Jr. to run so he mm -hmm. could be a chaos agent and, yep. quote, stoke anti-vax sentiment. RFK Jr., who was asked to join Trump's ticket and has been embraced by Trump donors, is a fringe anti-vax candidate being propped up by MAGA Republicans. Mm -hmm. It's all one story. Pay attention, people. Pay attention. Cliff in Canyon Country. Hey, Cliff. Hey, now. Hey, now. Go ahead. Hey, uh, you mentioned it with Bob's segment, but Senator Dumb Redneck, football coach, apparently didn't get enough backlash for him holding up the military promotions for being a homophobic jerk. Now he's <laughs> praising Putin, yeah. saying he's on top of his game, and blaming the United States for Putin invading Ukraine. Every dictator mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. abuser in the world said, you made me do it. What an a-hole. <laughs> in some way. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, in case you hadn't heard, uh, Senator Football McDumb. Yep. Tommy Tuberville uh, complained about the Ukraine aid bill uh, and blamed the United States for the invasion, claiming we forced Putin to invade uh, Ukraine. Uh, we forced. Oh, good Lord. All right. I'll get to the yeah. rest of it later. It's. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Yes, yes. he is. Thank yeah. you. And Tom. And also, <laughs> we have hilarious Michael Cohen audio about Lara <laughs> Trump and much more. Who married Eric Trump on purpose? Mm -hmm. Ooh. 58 minutes after the hour. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Lara's an idiot. 
And I don't say it to be mean, I say it because it's true. In fact, first and foremost, Donald didn't even like her for many, many years. He didn't want Eric to even marry her. He had found somebody else that was working at the Trump organization that he wanted Eric to marry. All right, that's the start. And of course, not only did Donald make fun of her looks, but so of course did Don and Ivanka. They all made fun of her looks. They just didn't like her at all. Oh God! Fight, fight, fight! Big oh, bag of treasonous. Awful. Somebody had to marry rats. Eric, I suppose. No, that was uh, Michael Cohen to. saying Lara Trump is an idiot. Kofi says, "Looking forward to see how someone who decided to marry Eric Trump on purpose runs the, <laughs> runs the DNC." <laughs> their, their their kisses must be all gums. Oh uh, God, uh-huh. Jay. Oh, uh, Bernard tweets, uh, Lara Trump told Eric if he didn't bring her flowers today, she would sing You Don't Bring Me Flowers until he did. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's that, Jody? We have a hidden microphone where Lara's singing that? To- oh. You don't bring me flowers, Eric. I'm Eric. Okay. Barbara Streisand sounds infinitely better than Lara Trump. You don't yes. bring me flowers. Because she can actually sing. sing me love songs, As can her lovely sister. Oh, look at lovely Julie Hamilton is modeling one of the dresses I was looking at for Sexy Liberal. Isn't it beautiful? Okay, that you look gorgeous. I, especially with your sweatpants and sneakers. <laughs> Chris, you know that I'm way too spazzy to wear that for Sexy Liberal. I would knock out not only myself, but several people in the front row with well, that. It is, it is very heavy. It is. Put an eye out with that. <laughs> okay. So not that I, one. But okay. there's also a lot. There's other pretty ones. I don't, I don't understand fashion. <laughs> It's pretty. This was Bob Mackie approved. You said yeah. that you had to do, you had to contort your body into a weird way to in order to get it. it off. Yeah. No, to just zipper, to it. zipper it. What? Why you don't, don't contort? You, you just bend so you're just a bad doesn't get in the homo. zipper. You contort your body. Why do? You, why would you, you do bend that over. to wear something? I bend over to tie my shoes. That's the same All kind right. of contortion. Just everybody shush. <laughs> Uh, here's a love tweet for Jody from Sun Tzu Tech. Uh, I adore Jody, but my true love is spicy Jody on Bob Says Thursday <laughs> show. Yeah, Bob gets the spiciest Jody. We have boring FCC Jody. Well, I don't want him to hurt himself. Well, because <laughs> I have to contort my body in exactly. order to, <laughs> in order to bleep. Did we you. have to bleep my bones? Speaking of which, no, we did. I bleeped him. Oh, okay. When he called him uh, Von some pants. Mm-hmm. What? I bleeped him. Okay. Here is uh, Michael Cohen. Here we go. Yes. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Okay. I was at a uh, fundraiser at the Trump Hotel in Washington D.C. when Donald finally told the story on what broke the ice between him and Laura Trump. This is a true story. You can't make this stuff up. Even if you tried, you couldn't make it up. He goes on to say that he's watching television and he sees this girl, this blonde talking about him on television, and it caught his attention. And he's like, whoa, whoa, these are like beautiful things. (laughs) These are really, these are incredible, beautiful things. And then he looked and he realized, oh my God, that's my daughter-in-law, that's Lara Trump. Yeah, boy, his cognition is uh, (laughs) fantastic, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And from that moment on, as he called it, it was a love fest. This is a true story. I wish I could make this stuff up. I wish my imagination was that good. He couldn't stand her until she started kissing his ass. Well, what do you do when somebody's kissing your ass? Make them the, you know, co-chair of of the RNC. 
He is like no wonder he's been a Putin puppet, Putin puppet, puppet, puppet. You're the Not puppet. No wonder. He's mm-hmm. the most easily compromised person in the world. So All you have to do is make him Flatter money him. or t- say something nice yeah. about him. him. And he's like, okay. Da, da, da. <laughs> God. One more. Michael Cohen. She doesn't even understand what the legitimate purpose is. She's only being installed there in order to do what Donald wants with all of the money that's going to be raised. Every dollar that you give to that RNC will somehow find its way into Von Sch- <laughs> okay, I've not heard that one yet. That's a good one. Von and pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, pardon me. Christopher. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, homo of hopelessness. Who said NATO is the most successful military alliance in history? It is essential to deterring war and defending American security. No sane American president would encourage Putin to attack our NATO allies. No honorable American leaders would excuse or endorse this. Snagglepuss. No, that was uh, the Leaser, Leaser, Leaser. Oh. Leaser. Yes, Liz okay. Cheney. Um, oh, by the way, Joe Scarborough had some thoughts on those kind of Americans, including uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham completely betraying uh, his past, completely betraying the memory of John McCain, completely betraying the people of Ukraine, completely betraying the people of Israel, completely betraying the people of Taiwan. Why? Why? All because Donald Trump told him so. Can you imagine being that weak? Um, yes, if you're Lindsey yes. Graham. Yes. I can't imagine being such a political coward that you would betray everything you ever believed because a failed reality TV show host told you to. And let's just be really clear here because Donald Trump is sounding like, as usual, a complete idiot. And Lindsey Graham knows better than to accept the idiot's argument on giving money to Ukraine, giving money to Israel, mm-hmm. giving money uh, to Taiwan to defend themselves. Chris, who said, we will take America without firing a shot. We do not have to invade the U.S. We will destroy you from within. Who said that? Huckleberry Hound. No, that would be uh, Nikita Khrushchev. Oh. Oh, I was going to say Droopy. Lindy Lee says Trump was their mentor, has always been their Manchurian candidate, the metastasizing cancer infecting America. Uh, Mitt Romney with some thoughts on that. If your position is being cheered by Vladimir Putin, it's time to reconsider your position. Now, I can't see into the future, but there are no guarantees that Ukraine will defeat Russia. But that does not mean that we should stand back and let Putin have his way with Europe. Mm -hmm. What sending weapons to Ukraine does do is help discourage further Russian and Chinese invasions, which could draw us in. Thank you. And one more, uh, Romney. It allows America to remain the leader of the free world. And it shows that we honor our word to our friends and allies. Lech Walesa, the first democratically elected president of Poland since 1926, and someone I've been fortunate enough to meet with, recently wrote to all the United States senators. He said this, quote, You're obliged to assure a peaceful future for your children. Our grandchildren will never forgive us if we fail to stop Russia now. 
Wow, we is, I think we are pinning the Mitt Romney outrage meter. I know. I mean, this is way beyond He's the poll. miffed. I mean, this is really... Sternly worded <laughs> Vote Vets calls it a five-alarm fire. Uh, Donald Trump and his advisors plan to enlist red state National Guard troops from friendly governors, send them into Democratic voting states, even if the elected officials in those states oppose it. Not only does Trump plan to let Putin start World War III in Europe, he's ready to trigger a second civil war in the United States. But, you know, Biden's old. Yeah, he's old. Have you ever heard that? Apparently. Bob in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hello, Bob. Hey, Mama. How you doing? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> go ahead okay <laughs> well um i'm a first time caller but i've uh, followed you for a long time i just want to say first of all your caller your screener is a very nice lady yes yes, yes. Nice. Krista, we adore Krista. We adorable you should give her a raise just un- right. unlike let's, other, you know what let's uh, let's I'm stay just, in our lane <laughs> okay all right well sorry just doing what i can hey the, the reason i called there's a, a few points one is uh, age so i'm gonna turn i'm 67 i'll be 68 in october I can still pass the Marine Corps physical fitness test mm-hmm. and that. Wow. Um, oh, I'm just simply saying that if anybody, what about uh, the Blue Zones, people in their 60s? I, I'm a youngster, 70, 80, 90, 100s who are vibrant, capable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so all you have to do is, like here in North Carolina, I know you in California get everything, but we yeah. get uh, a fair yeah. amount of storms, hurricanes and that. Who would I want to have on my side? Well, I want President Biden, who is physically able and capable and, and mentally or the the previous um, occupant of the White House, which gives Orange a bad name. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, about look at that. the picture people. T- you know, Biden on his bike and Trump <clears throat> sitting in that golf cart. I mean, yeah. you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you're saying, they're a couple years apart. Tell me who's more fit. That's what's so ironic about this whole thing is, like you say, there's all different kinds of age depending well, on what uh, you know shape you're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. And the other thing I want to think is in terms of character. And then uh, two points there. One is uh, any aspect of loss. And I wasn't going to say anything, but I think I have a little bit of experience of that. I lost my wife in August of last year. Mm-hmm. She had Sorry. a twin sister who died in December. She had a half sister who died in May. And they had Goodness. her favorite uncle get hit by a truck Aye. in November. Oh, I know it, it, I had not lived, if I was not living this, I would not, it would be like something out of a Netflix oh, or it'd be yeah. something out of a, you know, yeah. I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. But I look at President Biden and he has lost a wife, mm-hmm. he's lost a daughter, he's lost a son. Yeah. And yet he's still standing. He shows compassion. He has empathy yep. for people. There's no question about that. And he helped pass the PACT Act, yep. which finally mm-hmm. got how many service people treatment for like by burn pits or those that were down here in Camp Lejeune exposed to all that toxic water. Yeah. By the way, I was down at Camp Lejeune at the behest of Marine Corps in my, in my, in my job. And this is during the time when the other guy was in office. He was trying to steal the money for the funding for the, for the filtration that they used to keep that contaminated water off the base that Aye. basically contaminated a million service mm-hmm. members and their families. Aye, so God. It's, just despicable. When, when you have more empathy from a Cylon robot, and for those listeners who don't <laughs> I know. kind of oh, oh yeah. beef up on your star, yeah. uh, star, I mean your uh, Battlestar Galactica, yeah. than you do from the guy who wants to start World War Three. Yeah, that, that's why I'm girding my teeth. I may watch a little bit of John Stewart because I, you know, I love John Stewart, but from oh. what it sounds like, it's like he's he's he he probably needs along with Mr. Marr and Mr. the other guy, the orange thing. Maybe a lot more fiber in their diet. 
<laughs> okay. All right. We, we will we will pass that along. That could be what it is. John's getting he's you know getting up there. Yeah, he needs could some, be North Fiber. Just some beans. Oh, he was calling from North Carolina, you say? Yes. Okay. Huh. Oh, she's Raleigh Durham. That might be important at some point. Um You guys What? We love, we've had a station down yes. there forever. We love we North have Carolina, huge, my whole family's in Charlotte right. area. We have a Just huge audience in Raleigh-Durham and yes, in Asheville, do. which yes, isn't we do. that far Hi, away. Hi, Asheville, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um, Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Walsh said, uh, free country, John Stewart can stay what he wants, but this whole two old guys seriously is such a boring, tired, not helpful way too easy of a, a take. Come on, it is what it is. It's Biden versus Trump, a binary decision. We can spend our time bitching about two old guys, or we can spend our time making sure the one old guy, who's also a, uh, a traitorous psychopath who tried to overthrow an election, doesn't win again. That's what I'm focusing on. Um, yeah, if uh, once again, Chris, if you like your if you want your comedy, both sides do it, go watch that. If you want it for America, sexyliberal.com. Only Chicago's for sale right, right. now, but soon it's coming gonna, soon. It's going to explode near, near you. you. Yes. Exactly, <laughs> really and truly coming to a theater near you. Um, just to, uh, for just because both sides do it, uh-huh. I am going to read the, another. I did see one tweet. Okay, Golden Gate Blonde said, uh, um, "Yes, I was going to bring her up. I, I liked her." I t- Okay. She gave it to I me. I did this to annoy myself. Okay. It's okay. Right. I don't it's always need printed. you to annoy me. I can annoy myself. <laughs> and, and Golden Gate Blonde can too. Yes. She said, seeing so much screeching about uh, Daily Show, yes, Stuart Rift on the age issue, it's there. He also did something that isn't usually done. He reiterated Trump's age and ran clips of the collective Trump family's faulty memory. That's true. Mm-hmm. He also said Biden's lost a step, but Trump regularly says things that would warrant a wellness check. I'm a pragmatist. You want independence. You get them by acknowledging the obvious and contrasting the choice. That's not both sidesism. Um, I'm a pragmatist. I disagree too. with her. I watched it, and I had to turn it off. <laughs> At some point, the piling on against Biden's age was, I thought, way over the top but but yeah. but for independence you know it is a choice between two people and you have to explain why two one's old one's a fascist well both and are old thank you for coming to my ted talk both are old one's a fascist there you which go which one would you choose? thank you thank you chris 20 and, and, and that's not both sidesism i'm guessing malcolm nance has an opinion and it's a no. different volume than most of us shouting mcshot face if there was one thing stephanie miller was sure of it was that her brand of tuna was best. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, what? Okay, Jody and I... Uh, this show is really getting in the way of our dress shopping, can I say? I know, really? Okay, she just told the story that Kristen Chenoweth uh, saw her at her mom's party, her mom's carbonet. Anyway, loved her dress. Everyone says that to Jody. Oh my God, I love your dress. And then, <laughs> right. And so that that's why I'm shopping where Jody gets her dresses. But then what we found out is Kristen Chenoweth watches this show. Hi, Kristen. Come on. Anytime. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Lindy Lee says, Trump invited Putin to terrorize our NATO allies. He invited Putin to hack Clinton. He invited the Russians to the Oval, no Oval Office and gave them state secrets. Mm-hmm. He invited Russia to do whatever the hell mm-hmm. they want. Khrushchev was right. Russia took us without firing a single shot. Yeah. Um, and Tristan Snell, I love the way he put it. Don- the same way I've been saying it. Donald Trump is the enemy of our friend and the friend of our enemies. Yeah. yeah. Period. It is just a really... Oh, by the way, Tristan gives us a heads up. Oh. Friday? 
Yes. Uh, Tristan says, update Judge Angoran ruling in Trump's civil yeah. fraud case with the New York AG is now expected this Friday. Decision delayed because of the revelation of former Trump org CFO Alan Weisselberg committed perjury in the case. Trump already lost the case. This determined damages up to $270 million. $370 million. $370 what? Three million. It's $270. It's $370. That's what I said. $370 million. Pardon me. Rewind the tape. $370 yeah. million. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Miller show regrets the error. <laughs> and regrets Stephanie Miller, really. <laughs> Jay, Jay in Illinois. Hi, Jay. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, you know, uh, whatever whatever happened to with with age come wisdom? And I'm going to give you a prime example of that. Do you remember the two Bushes in Iraq? Yeah. The elder Bush, when he went into Iraq, he, he just seduced Saddam because he understood that if he destroyed Saddam, that that would that would upset the Middle East and Iran would be let loose, but the but the younger Bush when he went in there, he he, he totally killed Saddam, destroyed the Bash Party, and look what we got today. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I was heard. Yeah, because of because of, of George Bush's older. daddy issues, yeah. exactly. You know. You know, I prefer our older person over a younger person any day. Thank because you. Because we've aged from wisdom. Thank you. And normally, I I prefer younger Bush, but uh. But in this case, he re- it, it really was because of his daddy issues that we went yeah. into our illegal war, yeah. right? Because yeah. he had to, you know, get him keeping my daddy says. His daddy told him, even the stupid dad, not going to do it, don't do it, don't do it. Be prudent. Wouldn't be prudent. Wouldn't be prudent. That's what he said. Uh-huh. He told him going into Iraq wouldn't be prudent. Not going to do it. And what happened? He did it. Did it. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't did prudent. It. And it wasn't prudent. He did it. Okay. Everybody. <laughs> Somebody's trying to annoy each other or ourselves. <laughs> Quite it. Quite it. Okay, Malcolm Nance next. Can you imagine? A former president of the United States saying that. The whole world heard it. The worst thing is he means it. No other president in our history has ever bowed down to a Russian dictator. Let me say this as clearly as I can. I never will. For God's sake, it's dumb, it's shameful, it's dangerous, it's un-American. When America gives us word, it means something. When we make a commitment, we keep it. And NATO is a sacred commitment. Who said that, Chris? Joe Biden. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Hold on. Hold, please. Oh, uh, Susan says, Steph, uh, ask Malcolm Nance how uh, we'll need a draft if we're drawn into Trump's World War III. The MAGAs won't go crazy when their kids are drafted. Mm. Thank you. We can dance if we want to, if we don't, somebody will. Because Republicans are rude and should be removed and act like they're imbeciles. I say, Malcolm Nance, Malcolm Nance, Trump is under Putin's control. We can dance, we can dance while Stephanie dances with the pole. Well, it's the Malcolm Nance, it's the Malcolm Nance, well, it's the Malcolm Nance. Yeah, hi, good morning, Malcolm Nance, hi. 
Good morning. You know, Joe Biden gets my Valentine's for that last quote, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. he's dreamy. <laughs> Will you be mine? Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, Malcolm, first of all, thinking of you, you got to be uh, happy about up, up your way there. New York 3, another Democratic win. Uh, George Santos seat flips blue. And, you know, people on the ground there saying... It's because the Republicans can't govern because they saw them, you know, shoot down their own border bill, which included money for Ukraine. Right there. I I think people really see what's happening. Absolutely. And let's just be honest. The guy who won was a moderate Democrat who is hardline anti-immigration because there's really big immigration problems in New York City's right now, Uh, principally because of the governor of Florida and the governor of Texas shipping people up to New York City. Um, but so he ran on that platform, which would have been great for the immigration bill, uh, if the Republicans hadn't killed it, of course. So it's becoming clear that, you know, these, these hardcore Republican districts that, you know, George Santos, George pathological lying Santos won that district by seven points, yeah, seven points. And now he lost it by 16, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the Republicans are in big trouble, certainly here in upstate New York. Also, um, the, the courts ruled that that redistricting plan that gave the Republicans five extra seats in New York was was drawn up poorly and that the Democratic uh, House of Representatives here, the Democratic Assembly, is going to redo the redistricting. So uh, it's going to go back to normal. We'll get those seats back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the chance of Taking back Congress is very good. Now. Yeah, we well we're two thirteen to their two nineteen. As soon as uh, is it Sozi? Sozi uh, is uh, sworn in. That uh, there's three there's three outstanding vacancies. So yeah, Malcolm, it's already and you know again Democrats are winning time and time again despite the media's bull about Biden's age and God knows what. I mean, I. I feel like they're trying to deliberately drive you crazy. Is every subject, every book you've ever written, <laughs> just all roads lead to Putin, right? I mean, it, uh, it is just extraordinary. Even for you, you had to be like, "Why?" Wow, he just said that out loud. I will encourage Russia to, to attack NATO yep. countries. I mean, your thoughts. Oh, yeah. And, and well, it's, it's absolutely important. I mean, the man is a traitor at every level. Uh, and he's now saying... The loud parts, you know, the quiet parts out loud. He thinks that this will appeal to his base. Tucker Carlson and all the rest are wholly owned subsidiaries of Moscow. And, you know, you know, we, we're on the cusp of perhaps passing the aid for Israel and Ukraine, um, you know, which which both countries need. Ukraine needs that that ammunition to defeat Russia. And they are all out there, you know, shilling for Moscow using Moscow's words. Uh, Trump, how many books did I write? Four New York Times bestsellers about Donald Trump. Yeah. And uh, and in the last one, which is about insurgency, where I'm seeing a lot more people talk about civil war now, really picking yeah. up steam. They yeah. think that this is something they can just go out to Walmart, buy some 22 rounds and, a, you know, a, a deer, um, uh, you know, fence uh, that they can sit up in the trees and they're just going to pick the National Guard off. Yeah. And this movie that's coming out this spring on civil war in the United States, it's going to excite these people. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump is stoking. He's stoking all this division. It's absolutely abhorrent. 
So, uh, okay, let, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Tommy Tuberville, we just brought oh, up, God. <laughs> says the U.S. forced Putin to invade Ukraine. I mean, I, I, he said, we forced this issue. We kept forcing NATO all the way to Eastern Europe, and Putin just got tired of it. He said, listen, I don't want missiles on my border from the United States. Uh, oh, dear God. Um, okay, he also was asked to, you know, about the Tucker interview, and he said, well, you can tell Putin's on the top of his game. And he said oh of Ukraine, they can't win. It's not going to happen. Someone needs to negotiate. Donald Trump will have this over in a, in a matter of weeks. Um, yes, as we keep saying, because he would just give Ukraine to, to Putin. I mean, I, I, Tommy Tuberville. Good God. I, I've never seen such a, a, a blatant traitor like that, man. Yeah. I mean, just they're all on board Moscow's campaign. We really need to find out how much money that they're getting from Moscow. There's no way they're doing this out of love for Putin. Uh, it could be love for Trump, because whatever Trump loves, they, the tribe, have to love ten times more. But uh, for Tuberville to say something as stupid as that, um, well, that would be par for the course, right? This right. is the man that damaged the armed forces by holding up promotions for almost a year, right? Deployments uh, in other parts of the world. So, you know, of course Tommy Tuberville is going to say something like that. But they're all taking their feeds off of Donald Trump. All of this is because of Trump. Yeah. Um, so can, talk for a minute, because obviously you were just in Ukraine. Um, Ukraine says it has evidence Russia filed, fired an advanced hypersonic missile, once that expert, one expert say is almost impossible to shoot Tom down for the first time in almost two years. Um, among other things, that would tell you that we are at a very critical juncture in helping Ukraine. What do you know about that, Malcolm? Yeah, well, you know, the thing about their advanced hypersonic missiles is that they tend to get shot down by Ukrainian air defense. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, in, I was in Kiev when they tried to carry out six of their, you know, Kinzhal, their dagger hypersonic missiles to destroy the Patriot battery in the middle of Kiev. And the, the Patriot system, by the way, which is 50 years old, slaughtered that missile attack, just knocked them down left and right. Uh, but they need more missiles. They need extended range boosters. They need to do maintenance on those radars. They need the money that goes to U.S. defense contractors, right? To, you know, that doesn't come to Ukraine. That goes to Raytheon when you're talking yeah. about, you know, putting more Pac-3 interceptors uh, onto, you know, into Ukraine's pocket or repairing radar systems uh, that are there. This is a boon for the American public. But if you were to listen to Donald Trump, and I just want to point out something. How old's that jingle that we did, that we can dance? Seven yes. years old? <laughs> yes. Eight years yes. old? Still true. Good <laughs> God, no, it's more true this week. Right? Well, I mean, Trump is under Putin's control. Yeah. Well, I, Malcolm, every story, once again, GOP star witness and Biden impeachment probe has links to a Russian oligarch. The House, is GO, oh the House GOP star witness in the oversight's uh, investigation into Hunter Biden turns out to be connected to a Russian oligarch. High-profile investor Tony Bobulinski has links to Russian billionaire Victor Vexelberg was, of course, in your books. In 2017, he reportedly funneled $500,000 to an LLC run by Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen, supposedly with the intention of influencing the new administration to let Russia illegally occupy parts of eastern Ukraine. Vexelberg has been sanctioned more than once by U.S. law enforcement in regards to attempts to influence the 2016 election. Um, and the nation's aggressions toward Ukraine. But Republican, of course, Republicans are trying to ignore his links to Bobulinski. So uh, so the, he's going to appear about impeaching Joe Biden, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, great. You know, and the funny thing is, 
all of these people were in my first book about yes. this, right? Plot mm -hmm. to Hack America. Yeah. And I called them all the, Kem the Kremlin crew, right? With two Ks. And it's just utterly amazing. They're all coming back. You know, anyone else when you were caught would have been shamed out of this. Mm -hmm. They really feel they're prepping the groundwork for Trump, uh, you know, lifting all the sanctions, uh, pardoning everybody. And they are quintupling down on their malfeasance. Yeah. It's just amazing to me. Well, yeah. not really. Well, I, I, and people that, you know, obviously worked with Trump. John Bolton uh, said, I think he will withdraw from NATO. I think you have to take what he's saying coming directly from what he has long been saying privately and in some cases publicly. Um, he said one thing I know is true. He said, I think he made that conversation up. <laughs> I think that's fairly typical yeah. Trump thing to do because it sounds very dramatic. I mean, any any story that's sir and tears in your eyes, you know it's bolt. Yep. But he, he said people should yeah. not think that he's making up the point, though, about withdrawing or he doesn't particularly care what Russia does to those who don't spend adequately on their own defense. Like, this is exactly his view of alliances. They're totally transactional. If he's willing to knife NATO, he's willing to knife the relationship with Israel, with Japan, with South Korea. There's not a U.S. alliance out there that's safe with that kind of attitude. I mean, Malcolm, I just I don't even know if you can put into words the geopolitical threat that Donald Trump presidency presents. Greatest threat to the political order since World War Two in America is not Nikita Khrushchev, not atomic bombs, not the, uh, you know, the, the um, um, you know, the, the threat of nuclear war in 1961 at Bay of Pigs. It's a ex-president of the United States who has decided he is going to change democracy into a dictatorship. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. watching a video this morning by, um, you know, the one of these groups that goes around to Trump rallies, and they go, would you like Donald Trump as a dictator? And they were like, hell yeah, yeah, we want him as a dictator. These people don't care. This is pure tribalism. I am warning all of you, okay? Any one of you who is, especially the, anyone who calls themselves a single-issue voter, like on Palestine, OK, you want to see m murder and chaos in Palestine? Imagine Trump letting Netanyahu have free 100 percent full reign to do anything he wants, including full scale exit cleansing and mass murder. Donald Trump is down with that. All right. Mm -hmm. He's not joking when he said his first hour he wants to deport everyone in this country using the army, yeah. which is against the law. Right. Posse comitatus to go around and round up citizens. You will have civil war from this. People will defend themselves, right? I mean, ah, Jesus, this is just way, 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 way too much crazy. By the way, can I uh, stipulate that point. Biden is right, though? Netanyahu is an a-hole. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Malcolm, again, I feel like it goes to the complexity of this situation in the Middle East that, you know, I'm glad they rescued these, I don't know how many hostages it was, but how many Palestinians died in that operation? It's just, this is like, ugh. It's just a heartbreaking well, you know, I caution... I caution everybody. Every day, you know. All right. I caution everybody not to take face value the word of a terrorist group yeah. on par with ISIS. Okay? Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. It's the Israelis went in there. I saw the video. Those. And they hosed a lot of Hamas guys. Yeah. They killed a lot of Hamas guys to get in there. They had three buildings surrounding them that had Hamas members in it. They walked in. They, they killed three right in the room. With the hostages, they they rescued two hostages, but you're not going to leave the other fifty guys alive. All right, this is called war, and I know people get upset about it all the time. But you're only seeing little snapshots and vignettes of propaganda and other people's interpretations of things 
without not even context, without even knowing what happened. So, you know, when you say, oh, they, you know, I have people say, oh, they killed 25 guys, they killed 50 innocent civilians. Hamas are not innocent civilians. Hamas members are not innocent civilians. All right. They are terrorists. And this war is about rooting out the terrorists. All right. Um, let's let's end That's on something we can all agree on, and that is that Elon Musk is also an a-hole. You yes. said uh, Elon Musk oh, is a straight-up traitor who never embraced America, never understood its values of saving democracies like Ukraine, and sure is never loved anything but our money. Elon is a Ugh. valueless toad who believes fascism and oligarchy of a Trump-Putin-dominated world gives him a chance to be a savior of Mars. You. Okay. So hashtag Space Karen. I just love that tweet. <laughs> That's F you, Space Karen. So, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Elon Musk has now come back out on Moscow's side, mm-hmm. right? He's yeah. violating sanctions by allowing Russian troops in Ukraine to use Starlink. That's sanctions violations yeah. out there, and he seems oblivious to all of this. Now he's saying that Ukraine's killing, you know, four million Ukrainian troops will die. It's like you live in an alternate reality. Look, he went to Israel. When he got to Israel, he flipped on what he saw there. He should try doing the same thing to Ukraine. But another guy, wholly owned subsidiary of the ex-KGB officer. God, yep. he's stupid. Yep. Um, can I just say, too, I, this strikes me Glass almost every day, beyond what an incredible traitor he is. Trump is just so stupid. <laughs> just uh. like... Anthony Scaramucci, all the people that worked with him, he said of, of NATO, he said he wanted out in 2016. He didn't like the treaty in 2016, so he told everybody during the term if he got reelected, he'd do everything he could to pull us out of NATO. He doesn't really understand the treaty. No one's actually ever sat down with him to explain the treaty, but to really understand him, you can't explain something to him because he doesn't want to appear that he doesn't know something. Um, he doesn't want to be lectured by anybody, so he doesn't know anything. Except what Putin tells him. Mm-hmm. I know about this. I wrote about this extensively in Plot to Betray America, where he sat down with the prime minister of Sweden and prime minister of Sweden says, well, we're not in NATO. We just train with NATO. And he goes, that's what I want to do for the United States. I want to withdraw us and then we'll train with them if we need them. Jens Stoltenberg, the secretary general of NATO, in his first meeting with Trump, suddenly realized Trump thought NATO was an economic treaty. My God. Like the G7, mm. he did not know it was a defense treaty, a mutual defense treaty. And even after explaining it to him, he still would not accept that it was a defense treaty, not an economic pact. Aye. The man is a moron. Okay, so I did a quote earlier that we are going to take America without firing a shot, right? <laughs> we will do it from within. Nikita Khrushchev, right? And it just yep. and this this headline emasculated Lindsey Graham shredded by critics for latest stunt. It's because of that, not just Trump, his enablers. Yep. Lindsey Graham pledged months ago to stand by Ukraine and its efforts to repel uh, invading military Russian military forces. Voted against passing military aid. Right? He claimed he opposed the package because it didn't do enough to address the migrant crisis, despite the fact that they just killed their own bill on that. 
Um, mm-hmm. Someone wrote an incredible transformation that would have left his late friend John McCain aghast. Graham said backstage oh. in an event moderated I, that I moderated in 2016, he could not understand why the GOP didn't just kick Trump out of the party. Uh, Joe Walsh said no politician these past eight years has emasculated themselves more than this one has. Uh, this man literally well. went to Kiev nine months ago and told Zelensky and Ukrainians with a straight face, I will continue to stand with and for Ukraine's freedom and every Russian soldier is expelled from Ukrainian territory. She, he said, until Trump tells him not to. I mean, that sums up the whole Republican <laughs> yeah, Party. Absolutely right. Not Look, we all know what's going on here, okay? Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay has completely changed ever since the announcement uh, to, of his engagement to Tim Scott came out. Uh, so, <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm Louise <laughs> was Lindsay, right. wasn't it? All right. Anyway, <laughs> or maybe he's just, you know, green-eyed monster is, has gotten in now that uh, Tim Scott's got himself a beard. So, <laughs> All right. Can we, can we, oh, on that note, we have to go now. Goodbye, yeah. Malcolm Nance. We love you. Bye. We'll see you next time. Bye. 52 minutes after the hour. Coffee with Carlos coming up on the Stephanie Miller Show. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Did Stephanie Miller. So walking like Stephanie Miller would be basically dancing like a bag of knives being thrown against the wall. Yes, yes. Could you we please have some solemnity? The uh, inventor of Pop Tarts has died, Chris. They are cremating him. We're just waiting for his ashes to pop up. Toast him. (laughs) You stepped on my china. They are cremating him. We're waiting for his ashes to pop up. And then decide whether they're frosted. They're going to be frosted or regular. Oh, oh, only frosted. Only for, yeah. No, not Who frosted. No, cinnamon's the only good flavor. Who gets plain? Cinnamon. Yeah, it's got to be plain. Frosted. No frosting with just cinnamon. That's it. Plain? Oh, what is wrong with you? Cinnamon. I have never known anyone That's an who's abomination. plain Pop-Tarts. How dare you? How dare you? That's Nobody weird. even laughed at my that joke about him, his ashes being cremated in the toaster. Come on, that's it was, funny. It was fine. Went it was, the pop it was all right. It was, it was a little doughy. Yeah. Hi. Oh, okay, funny. that was funny. Right. <laughs> the looks aren't Bastard everything. person. <laughs> Chris, who said the uh, former POTUS set a dangerous and shockingly un-American signal to the world? Trump gave an invitation to Putin to invade our NATO allies. The whole world heard it. The worst thing is he means that no other POTUS in our history has bowed down to a Russian dictator. General Jack D. Ripper. No, the president, President Biden. We already played it, you doofus. Cinnamon. Okay. <laughs> no frosting. Not frosted. Not frosting. What's wrong with you? Cinnamon, no frosting. I didn't even think they sold non-frosted they did. Pop-Tarts they anymore. They did in the, they did. the 70s. They did. <laughs> okay. Ew. Coffee with Carlos is rocky. Next. What's wrong with you? <laughs> It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Donald Trump looks at this as if it's a burden. 
When he looks at NATO, he doesn't see the alliance that protects America and the world. He sees a protection racket. Mm -hmm. He doesn't understand that NATO is built on the fundamental principles of freedom, security, and national sovereignty. Because for Trump, principles never matter. Everything is transactional. He doesn't understand that the sacred commitment we've given works for us as well. In fact, I would remind Trump and all those who would walk away from NATO, Article 5 has only been invoked once, just once in our NATO history. And it was done to stand with America after we were attacked on 9-11. Thank you. And I love you, President Biden. Be my Valentine. So much love for me on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Auntie, with the passing of the inventor of Pop-Tarts, mm-hmm. Auntie Faye says, I also love the cinnamon ones without the frosting. No. No. Uh, Elizabeth said, unfrosted strawberry and blueberry Pop-Tarts oh, are the best when buttered. Frosted Pop-Tarts Ew. are way too Ew. sweet. Sorry, Stephanie is right. Love you guys anyway. Buttered <laughs> Pop-Tarts? Ew. The frosted ones are too sweet. No, they oh. aren't. All right. Pop tarts are. We have to bring in a tiebreaker. Oh, he's on our side. I took it back. Like my man. Coffee with Carlos Rocky. I have a Zimbabwe latte. I'll have a Kenya cappuccino. Do you never has a second cup of coffee at home? Mountain grown coffee. Carlos Rocky. I was going to make espresso. And baked by Juan Valdez. Coffee with Carlos. Good to the last drop. Sorry, Carlos. Dr. B, no frosting, strawberry or blueberry, untoasted. They still make unfrosted. Uh, Pop tarts, but not all stores uh, carry them. Good. Also, those women. stores are smart. Yeah, flop tarts. Flop tarts. I flop. beg your you pardon, eat sir. Instead, eat a deck of playing cards. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Mmm, <laughs> this queen oh, is delicious. There you, sir. <laughs> the pastry itself has no flavor. flavor. You need it's... something on the pastry. That's like Tony the Tiger eating regular cornflakes. They're not great. <laughs> <laughs> Unflavored don't Captain you Crunch. Bring, don't you bring shredded in. wheat. Yes, it's like eating shredded wheat. Hi, good morning, Carlos. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Let's listen to the president a little bit more. Instead of these. And I say to the House members, House Republicans, you got to decide. Are you going to stand up for freedom? Or are you going to side with terror and tyranny? You're going to stand with Ukraine? You're going to stand with Putin? Will we stand with America or with Trump? Republicans and Democrats in the Senate came together to send a message of unity to the world. It's time for the House Republicans to do the same thing, to pass this bill immediately, to stand for decency, stand for democracy, to stand up to a so-called leader hell-bent on weakening American security. And I mean it sincerely. History is watching. History is watching. Um, you, you, by the way, uh, retweeted, uh, as Tucker Carlson gets celebrity treatment in Moscow, Russia just extended the detention of American journalists and Wall Street, mm-hmm. the Wall Street Journal reporter. Mm-hmm. And as you say, crickets from uh, the Elon Musk, Jimmy Dore, Greenwald yep. <laughs> group, just well, like with Brittany Griner. Well, it's how they didn't respond to Brittany Griner. Yeah. Eh, well, especially them being, you know, self-admitted, Jimmy Dore, big pothead, pro-pot, poor... Mer- Pro marijuana, that's his thing. But Brittany Griner gets arrested for like a couple of ounces, which 
I looked like the sentencing in the United States, the most she would have had to serve is like six months to two years. Right. And it would have been, so, yeah, they're all cowards. Mm-hmm. They're all, <sighs> it ruins their grift. I mean, I, I just, you know, I, th- this headline, I, I watched Rachel on Monday, but Maddow connects uh, Trump's NATO lies to Putin's claim that Hitler had to invade Poland. And, you know, on cue, you have Tommy Tuberville, like, echoing these same... I, I just, I feel like I'm in some sort of acid trip some days, Carlos. I, you know, and maybe because my dad, like many of our dads, were in, was in, you know, World War II. He was a Nuremberg prosecutor. And I, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills that, that yeah. we've got Americans that are rooting for Putin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the, the whole 1989 taking down of the Berlin Wall and all that kind of stuff is all kind of for not. It's kind of the reverse, you know. Reagan rolling over in his grave like, what? I thought I was conservative. What the heck is going on, man? Yeah. I Yeah, Madaby in her show, she connected the dots between Bolsonaro, Trump, uh, Putin, and his hatred of NATO, including his claim that perhaps Poland deserved what happened when Hitler invaded them starting World War II. Uh, Trump spent the last better part of the last eight years incorrectly identifying how NATO was funded. It's unknown if he doesn't understand or doesn't remember uh, when his foreign policy advisors explained it to him. I just said that. I don't know whether he's, I, I mean, I don't, it's all true. He's stupid. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to understand anything. But uh, on top of it he just he really admires and is indebted to putin um so he, uh, putin gave an interview to tucker carlson uh he claimed in his interview it was poland who started world war ii poland did it because if even if poland was cooperating with hitler and stopped cooperating with hitler when hitler needed them to cooperate most and then they made hitler attack them <laughs> we haven't had that Sold to the American public. That happened in 1939. It doesn't happen until now. The reason Putin is trying to sell us this bizarre lie now is more worrying than it is interesting. I mean, this is... And I feel like every abuser in the world, (laughs) you know, says that they're the victim, right? And you made me do it. It's the Nord Stream pipeline. Yeah. That's what they're all claiming, right? On the far left. The Nord Stream pipeline was destroyed. I had to. I had to invade a, a... you know, uh, another person, another country. Yeah. Maddow said the idea that the victim of the attack serves as its instigator by forcing the hand of the aggressor is Putin's explanation. This is the first time Putin described Hitler's aggression in these same terms. The way Putin described the beginning of the Second World War suggests that in his mind he might see himself as Hitler, but perhaps one that can make inroads into the United States and create an alliance with a presumed future president. It's like the world is literally Mm -hmm. upside down. Yeah, and it's a way to stay in power. As an Argentinian, I always thought that the Malvinas, a.k.a. the Falklands, was like a, a stint or a stunt by Argentina's leaders to remain relevant because the economy was so bad and in shambles and just going down. You know what? Let's go try to take the Malvinas back. Yeah. So even as an Argentinian, I say that. And I think that's what Putin did. I was like, I'm not a leader anymore. We're falling apart. Uh, let me start a war. Let me just go invade somebody and blame the United States. Yeah. Blame NATO. And blaming immigrants is, uh, this is a... Uh, via Ronald Brownstein, Trump told the NRA uh, Friday his mass deportation program would begin within moments of him taking office to do so at a scale would likely require 150 to 200,000 law enforcement officers, including a private ar- army of red state National Guard that he would deploy into the blue states. <laughs> I mean, if every hair doesn't stand up on the back of your neck, you know. Yeah, scary. Yeah, he's careful not to say, and I'm going to start in Miami. We're going to get rid of all those illegal Cubans. <laughs> Plan would go right down the drain. Right, right. Yeah. Well, nobody, talk, nobody wants to talk about that quote-unquote invasion. It's okay if you're Cuban or you're going to vote, vote Republican, but if you 
you know, yeah. are well, supposed to be aligning with the Democrats. We're going to get rid of you. Here's the good news is uh, New York 3, we just uh, flipped it blue, took back George Santos's seat by uh, Victor Xi said, whoa, CNN now reporting that several Republican voters have said they voted yep. for uh, Tom Scott. Swozy, uh, because Republicans sabotage the border security deal. Yep. This is huge and amazing. Voters see right through Republican nonsense, and they're making them find out big time. And it, it's just the latest in, in yeah, a string sort of, of Democratic sort of saying, wins. Yeah, Biden said, yeah, I agree. There's a, there's a problem with the immigration, so let's deal with it together yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. That's, that's the thing that gets me, again, for all. Anybody that wants a candidate outside of the two that we have, You've got one party, regardless if you hire the perfect candidate, let's say Jesus in this example, that's not going to stop the Republicans from being Republicans. They're going to continue to blockade and serve their Satan. So you can hire the best deity you want. That's not going to stop the behavior of the Republican Party. Uh, David K. Johnson tweeted, which Republican leader will tell Donald Trump he is leading their party into a November 5th disaster? Shh, shh, shh. Shh, David K. The Democrats decisively won back the seat that George Santos uh, disgraced many other elections. The cash-poor Republicans sabotaged their own bills to placate Donald Trump's losing campaign. They specifically voters cited them killing this border deal, which is what Trump told them to do. So yep. once again, he is responsible for their latest loss, and they don't seem to care, which I guess no. is yay. <laughs> My point is yay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's white. White fright is driving everything. You know, that's that's why they land themselves with Putin, too, because he's white. Yeah. Well, and Norm Ornstein said the impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas utterly without grounds demonstrates again how utterly without moral values are House Republicans in over 50 years close to Congress. I have seen nothing close to this immoral and despicable behavior. Their oaths mean nothing to them. Yeah. They're just all lemmings. They just all it, it's got to be compromise. I know. Yeah, I always say that Lindsay hot tub underage Hmm? go Ah. oh shoot oh my by the way uh, authoritarian scholar ruth ben Giat said as i've said since 2021 every coup has a central figure and fixer and mark meadows is that person for the january 6th coup attempt and he is uh cooperating so uh carlos i think i i know we're all (laughs) A little, I know uh, Billy West said that uh, Merrick Garland looks like that sad parrot in the pet store that no one buys, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I still feel I'm like free. I might, like the Who's in Whoville, I still believe Justice Christmas is coming. <laughs> yes, yes. Yahoo Dory, exactly, Chris. My point and is... Keep in mind that it's driving the, the, the <laughs> mentally narcissist, it's driving him insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's making his heart beat faster. It's ruining his liver. It's making his gut churn up. I love it. I love to see that slow degradation of his body. It's wonderful to watch. I, as I tweeted just now, if you have a healthy disgust for Trump, it's perfectly healthy and a sign of good parenting. There you go. Thank it. you. I love and your. Use it to vote. I've been quoting you all week about the uh, folks in Amity needed to have more uh, Trump or what do you call it? Shark, shark derangement, derangement syndrome. <laughs> it's, yeah. Trump derangement syndrome is healthy. It means you have a beating yeah. heart uh, and, and working yeah. brain. You have Hitler derangement syndrome. Yeah. 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 You're so mean about him. Um, uh, oh, by the way, you retweeted uh, Liz Cheney. Speaking of justice coming, uh, Trump is seeking a stay because he knows it will happen at trial. His own White House DOJ and campaign officials who testified against him before the grand jury will testify in open court. He is desperate to prevent Americans from hearing that testimony. Um, God, God bless a former Republican with daddy issues. I mean. Oh, but she'll turn on you. Oh, yes, she will. 
I don't care. I will, Daddy. I'll do what I need to do to get in. And then I'll spring on him like a Trojan horse. <laughs> Let's sport this board for a minute. Uh, oh. I'm sorry about your Niners. but uh, Yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine. But Mikel Gillette says, imagine going back 20 years and explaining that Republicans in 2024 are angry that a Christian pop singer kissed her boyfriend after he won the Super Bowl. They're mad because he took a vaccine, which saved millions of lives, and because she doesn't like the candidate who raped someone. <laughs> Does that pretty yeah. much sum it up? Yeah, pretty much sums it up. Two successfully white people from the Midwest, as it were, mm-hmm. and having a great time in a couple. It is so stuff on TikTok. She's a witch. All the satanic. <laughs> we're going back to the Salem days. Yeah. She's a witch. Burn her. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm it's surprised they didn't so... like throw the Gatorade on her to see if she floats, right. you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Miller. I'm glad you're passionate. I just hope you're not riling people up with your show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Coffee with Carlos Sells Rocky. Uh, you yes. tweeted, remember Trump never had opposition to settlements and continually appeased Netanyahu. Thank you. He uh, also yep. never opposed aid and weapons for Ukraine. He just withheld it because he couldn't get dirt on Hunter Biden. He also said nothing when Khashoggi was murdered. Um, just one of 11 billion reasons to yes, vote for Joe Biden. Yes, and Warbeard came back a vegetable and he said, can I step across the border with you, Kim Jong? Let's hold hands. Wouldn't mm. it be nice if we were all to... Did they <laughs> sing a Beach Boys song? I don't remember they that. They did. Oh. I love a Beach boy. Oh, oh. Oh, oh dear. Oh, cards dear. and letters. Oh, I'm going back to the old Jim Ward days. <laughs> <laughs> Marie in Atlanta. Times you're were different. <laughs> <laughs> you're on with Carlos. <laughs> Hello, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Hello. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Hello? Yes. No. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Um, so um, I, I, hate to, I hate to poop on your party, oh. Chris, oh. but... Uh-oh. Swazi's win in New York says something really important. The problem in the 2020 election where we wanted a blue tsunami, mm-hmm. and we got, we, got, we got some blue, we didn't get a tsunami. Mm-hmm. What we really do need to do is to, to get more Democrats in, which means we have to let them run the race to the district that they're serving. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And, we, and that's, and that's really how we narrowly, narrowly lost the House right. was those New York seats, and we're going to get them back, and we're going to get the right. House back. But but if, but if we run the people that are appropriate for the district, we can't complain when they sometimes vote with the Republicans, like we do every time. Oh, yes, Joe, we can complain. Like, like oh, yes, we We can. do every time Joe Manchin votes with, with Republicans. Oh, he's an ass <laughs> yep. white. Well, and, and that's the thing. If we had gotten more more Democrat candidates in, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have the problem right. of a Joe Manchin being able to hold the party hostage. Yeah, that's the difference. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, happy by the, day. Oh yes, happy uh, Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy um, Love Day for those who yeah. celebrate. Thank you. Okay. Um, 
what was I going to say? Oh, um, I, I thought the, uh, <laughs> what did Alyssa Farrah Griffith call the, his uh, Taylor Swift tweet or oh, truth or whatever? She goes, oh, this God. is the saddest, thirstiest tweet ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was so eighth grade, Carlos. It was like, Taylor, I made Taylor all this money with it. It's, it's, Joe Biden never did anything for her. And I like Travis. But this Tra- Travis should like me. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Okay, if she but wants this... to be buried next to my wife on a golf course, she should pledge her loyalty. Otherwise, <laughs> okay, I'm going to but... put her on hole 19 where the bar is. But this tweet about the New York third is, t- I, he literally went full uh, Harvey Firestein. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to be loved. <laughs> is that so wrong? It's not wrong. Is uh, that so wrong? <laughs> he tore into Pat Congress. Riley said I could. <laughs> Donald Trump tore into Republican congressional candidate Mazzy, uh Hillip is her name, I guess, yeah. uh, following her defeat to uh, Democrat Tom Sozzi. Swazi. Swazi. Uh, he also blamed her for being foolish and not endorsing him, saying, saying in all caps, I want to be loved. <laughs> After she lost, <laughs> Trump published a rant. Oh, this is all caps, by mm. the way. Yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, uh, MAGA, which, which is... Most of the Republican Party stayed home, and it always will, and that's just treated with the respect that it's deserved. Oh, he went full mm-hmm. Joan Crawford yeah. as well. Uh, uh, I stayed out of the race. I want to be loved. <laughs> that's thirsty. <laughs> wow. Then he wrote wow. some weird wow. campaign love letter to his wife. Yeah, Melania. that was weird. You've yeah. always supported me. To my dear, Always dear by wife. my side. My dear who, wife, who wrote that? Florence. Donald. Donald Trump. To wrote, Melania. Wrote it to Melania. I can print it for you, but it's gross. Is it, is it a Valentine? Yeah. It's a Valentine. Oh, I, gotta, oh, yeah. I, I was going to read the Valentine to Adam Schiff, which I hope Adam's going to use in his campaign now. I'll get okay. it for you. It's just. Oh, so there was a pencil awful. neck thrown in there. Oh, Fantastic. yeah. Oh, yeah. 29 minutes after the hour. Coffee with Carlos. Not only do we pray for peace, we're actively working for peace, security, and dignity for both the Palestinian people and the Israeli people. And I'm working on this day and night with the king and others in the region to find the means to bring all these hostages home, to ease the humanitarian crisis, and to end the terror threat. Compare and contrast, as uh, Carlos said. You get a uh, Donald Trump presidency, he will let Netanyahu do whatever he wants, yep. Yep. make Gaza a parking lot, build more settlements. Mm-hmm. It, there will never be two states. Nope. Um, it, anyway, I just... Good morning, Coffee with Carlos. How are you? Yes. yes. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Try to stay realistic in this day and age where everyone wants to get what they want always or they'll protest and yeah. say, I don't like that. I'm voting for something else because I didn't get everything I wanted. Yeah. So if everybody can just be an adult and yeah. vote the way they, they should, we'll be fine. Yeah. We, um, can't get, okay. we can't all get what we want. This is, uh, if you try sometime, you get what you need. Sometimes. Yep. Um, this is as bizarre as uh, Jody said it was. Uh-huh. Oh, so this is actually a uh-huh. uh, d- donation solicitation. Yeah. I see. This is a. Uh, this was today, Valentine's Day. Uh, he sent an email blast with the subject line, "I love you, Melania." Uh huh. <laughs> so this is a Valentine's Day letter from uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, Thomas, that's I guess whoever or fill in blank who whatever your name is here. 
Yeah. This is a Valentine's Day letter to my beautiful wife, Melania. Jim Melania, I love you. Even after every single indictment. Every single one. Arrest, witch hunt, you never left my side. Really? Because she hasn't been anywhere to be found at any of these trials. Right. Or, okay. You've always supported me through everything. I wouldn't be the man I am today without your guidance, kindness, and warmth. You always mean the world to me, Melania. From your husband with love, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> he did not oh, write God, that. I'm, I'm tearing no, up, he did not, he did not, did not, not write, write that. that. No, no way. No. Even and after then it asked for a, a, a donation of mm -hmm. some kind. Of course. If you could send some money, that Give would be cash. great. Okay. Even while you were not breastfeeding little, <laughs> what's his name, Baron, and I was with Stormy. You stood by my side. You were four, four months out of the womb, he was. I, I took off with a porn star, but you stood by me. I love you, Marania. What's her name? <laughs> Melanie. I'm going to guess that he has actually said what's his name. I bet he's called oh, Baron what's sure. his name several uh -huh. times. Yeah. I'm sure of it. I love you too, Manny. <laughs> I feel like this is a campaign contribution to Adam Schiff. This is a <laughs> statement from the bassinet. Uh -huh. uh, and... Because I, I had no idea. I mean, he's a great congressman Hooray! and a great guy, but I didn't know how much he's, how powerful, how much he's, he's done so for powerful. California. Oh, yeah. Wow. This is a lot. Uh, are you ready? Slimeball yeah. Adam Shifty Shift, one of the true low lifes in the history of politics in America, <laughs> is running for the U.S. Senate in California, a state which is, uh, he's done nothing for but escalate violent crime. Oh, is having shifts behind that? Yeah. Destroy by allowing millions of illegal immigrants, push the green new scam and an all-electric car mandate, perpetuate the homeless crisis and crime, defund the police, and be bad to our military and vets and stop water from freely flowing into the state what? from up north. Other than that, and his authorship of the failed and fully debunked Russia, 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 Russia hoax, Pencil Neck is a wonderful guy. <laughs> Sadly, between rank no-choice voting and unlimited numbers of mail-in ballots pouring into places unknown to people that sometimes receive many ballots to fill out, and send back at will. Californians are screwed. Make America great again. <laughs> if I were Adam, I'd just use this. Yeah. Oh, wow, he stopped water from flowing <laughs> into California while escalating crime and also, wow. He's the anti-Moses. He didn't part the sea, he stopped the sea. The waves were coming in, going to pleasant California. Paradise. Pleasant California. Paradise. <laughs> Her, uh, Paul in Seattle first. Hey, Paul, you're on with Carlos. Yeah, you know, Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio have said that we don't have to worry about Don What? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hello? He went away. What has, has, has happened? Seventy-nine. Oh, there we go. Try again, Paul. Carter. I didn't do it. I didn't touch it. Go ahead. President Carter uh, withdrew from the mutual defense treaty with uh, Taiwan and South Korea that was struck during the Korean War, and the Supreme Court ruled in 1980 that it was a political question, and the withdrawal stood. Trump would definitely pull out of NATO, and it would be up to the Supreme Court to either uphold the president or strike it down, and I don't trust this court. What about the new law that protects us from that, that the Senate has to yeah. vote for that? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. It has to be a congressional vote. Yeah, there's a, like, yeah. I think it's two-thirds yeah. of both houses right. have to allow us to no longer be in NATO. Right. I fell into a constitutional wormhole. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Kevin in D.C. You're on with Carlos. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy morning. Uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Day to you. Mm. Brown, brown sugar. Uh, reaching through the phone, giving you a 
chaste kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Chaste, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, first, I got to say before I say another word, plain strawberry pop tarts rule. You uh-uh. don't know what you're talking about. What is wrong, frosting, what is wrong with Frosting everybody? sucks ass. Frosting is too sweet. I take it off cake. Frosting What's the point of frosting? It's disgusting. It is disgusting. It's the only point of cake. It's quite simpatico. Secondly, um... Chris Lavoie is a, you know, he's a godless heathen. He thinks salad is a crouton <laughs> delivery system. He thinks cake is just a frosting That's delivery what, system. He's just wrong about everything no, ever he's in right. the history of ever. He's 100% That's right. Walking, no, like he, walking into the truck stop diner. We ran out of syrup. Here's your pancakes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Who Thank wants you. dry pancakes? No, no, no. You're you're all wrong. But but, but Chris still gets a pass because it's, because it's nerd skills rule. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, uh, I wanted to say uh, the the election in uh, New York once again. I mean, how many of these special cases uh, show that Democrats crush when we come out? So I'm I'm, yep. I'm feeling it, it's another stepping stone to make feel better. Uh, so I have to say something about uh, John Stewart. I I was in a lot of air, air, and by the time I got free, it was like 20 minutes left of the show, and I couldn't call in. But I have to say about John Stewart. Um, yes, I think he's brilliant. And he can do his comedy any way he wants. But I think, and and this is to you, Carlos, especially this whole, he came very close to both sides doing it, talking about Biden being old. And I, I you have to realize if if we are really all hands on deck, as as so many people, including he claims, then anything, no matter how small, you cannot act like Biden and and Trump are comparable. That the, the insane stuff that comes out of Trump's mouth. Uh, whatever you want to say, Biden is speaking, Biden being old, he has accomplished more things than even yep. uh, uh, my president for life, President Obama. So I wish comedians and whoever would realize this is not your, your father's joking time. We are at yes. the precipice where people who don't that's, know better may fall. That's my point. Is you've, If you want to save democracy, Kevin, and save the world, the only comedy to watch this year is Sexy Liberal. SexyLiberal.com. We're soon going to announce 11 billion more dates, but Chicago is on sale right Coming now. Coming soon to a theater you, near you. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't like your comedy, and, both sides do it. You know, uh, I don't know, Carlos, where you fall in this debate or if you saw it, but uh, yeah, I think John Stewart is wildly talented and funny and all that, yeah. but I just, I, I had to turn it off. I mean, he, yes, he mentioned Trump's old too and did a funny clip of, you know, him not remembering anything in a deposition, but then he piled on Biden for, I, it had to be 15 minutes. Like, I, and I just was like, well, you, you know, know. Well, for me, I, it's and we get it's it, an inconvenient old. truth. Like, it's an inconvenient truth. Simultaneous things can happen. Biden is kicking butt. He's getting things done. Yes. But yes, truthfully, if we're truthfully speaking, he's old and outside our bubble. That's a concern. But if we commit for voting for the candidate, whoever it is that has the best chance to beat Trump and that's a blue candidate, there is no problem. We can allow Biden to be called old because if we don't pick Biden, we're going to pick anybody but Trump. Yeah. We just have to commit to the bluest candidate who has the most numbers. And, and if Trump, and I think, Biden suddenly is not that guy, yeah. then pivot. I think this Go Robert Hur, Vote for Michelle Obama. I then think, it's taken care yeah. of. I think this Robert Hur report that was so unfair, Carlos, and just yeah. the mainstream unfair, media coverage in general, I'm sensing a lot of anger on our side that I think is going to accrue to Biden's benefit because people I are like you with this age thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're just I, I tired it, of it. But I don't like falling into the dogma that we can't state an inconvenient truth that outside our bubble there is a of perception there it, yeah but, but why no? because it's self-perpetuating the biden the, every pollster every media biden's old biden's old biden's old what do you think about biden being old oh look people think biden's old. 
too old. But it, like, it, again, it's an inconvenient truth that we don't like, and it's not fair. It yeah, doesn't it's matter fine. if it's, it's fair fine. or not. He's it old. exists. Yes, it's fine. So I like his age. I like his experience. All right. We can't. I, then we become as dogmatic as the other side. It has to be him. It has to be him. <laughs> I've said this before. Is there not a blueprint that Biden can lay down for somebody else just in case? He doesn't happen to be the nominee. He doesn't need... Listen, if he, for whatever reason, I've always said this, if he decides not to run, I'm all in for whoever... (laughs) But right now, we we have to stop with the bedwetting and the... uh, Maybe Biden should... uh. Uh Uh-oh, she said bedwetting. I know. You're going to get cards and letters now. Chris, Ken Buck. Uh, Is that who? Yeah, what you like to do. In his case, both. He's bucking his party again. Yes, he Hmm. is. He is. Um, Yeah, he was one of only three Republicans that voted against this ridiculous impeachment of uh, uh, Mayorkas along with Mike Gallagher and Tom McClintock, you got to give them a round of applause in this stupid version of the Republican Party. He said, I prosecuted for 25 years. I know what a high crime and misdemeanor is. I know this doesn't qualify. This is a policy difference. You can try to put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. And this is a terrible impeachment. It sets a terrible precedent. I mean, the problem is three. That's what the Republican Party is down to, is anybody with any shred of decency. Yeah, and that was the problem during uh, uh, by, uh, Trump's impeachment. They just needed 10. They just needed 10 to go, oh, yep. yeah, that guy's dangerous, and he attacked the White House. Right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Mark Hamill, our buddy, our pal. Hi, Mark. Um, he shared a uh, May 2020 post on uh, Twitter from Taylor Swift in which the pop star ripped uh, Trump and said he'd be voted out in that year's election. The post has aged remarkably well, wrote Hamill, especially the we will vote you out in November part. Swift's uh, full post read, after stoking the fires of white supremacy and racism your entire presidency, you have the nerve to feign moral superiority before threatening violence. When the looting starts, then the shooting starts. We will vote you out in November. Oops, sorry. Hmm, Sorry, I meant that. Um, Hamill's repost of Swift's comment went viral and uh, garnered more than a million views in its first eight hours. Um, It is... endlessly entertaining how MAGA's losing their minds. <laughs> that they were, I guess, rooting for your big gay Pelosi city in the Super Bowl because, yeah, I don't know, Travis Kelsey thinks maybe you should get vaccinated and Taylor Swift thinks maybe don't vote for the rapist. Like, I I don't know where we are. Well, it's anything. It's, it, it's a perceived victory. And that's the that's the appeal of all these guys like Trump. And again, I'll use the, the examples of the far left. Is they, they give people the belief that they have agency. And that gets them up in the morning, like, I make a difference if I just stand for this. It's like, as I said, we are all worker bees and our duty this year is to save the hive. So whatever misgivings you have about Biden, aforementioned conversation, this, that, Middle East, Save the hive. That's it. Yeah. You yeah. you don't get special yeah. privilege. You're not going to change Yay. the world by protesting or going to a It's a, a new Carlos show. analogy. I like it. It's the B movie. Yay. Save <laughs> the hive. Vote blue. That's it. That's your job this year. We'll we'll talk about other things that you may want yeah. after the election, but save the hive. Yeah. Just show up and vote blue. That's it. Yep. There you go. For save the hive. Save the hive. Save the hive. <laughs> Worker bees. 46 <laughs> Union. 46, <laughs> 46 minutes after the hour. Back with more coffee with Carlos. Who do you think you're talking to? Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Guys, I have to run. I have to run. I have to run. What? 
I have to run. I'm getting an emergency call. Okay. Oh, no. Oh. All right. Okay, we bye. love you, Carl. Bye, Carlos. Carlos. We'll see you next bye. week. Bye. Love you so much. Mwah. That's not good. Oh, speaking of love, yes, I'm reading more of uh, Donald Trump's Valentine, too. Okay. It's a fundraising email. <laughs> yes. Under the guise of a love letter to Melania. The email contains not one, but three send your love buttons, which bring recipients to donation page. And says, if you love Melania, I humbly ask that you leave her some kind words below. And then a list of suggested donations that prominently re- recommends $47. If you try to leave, the following message pops up. Wait before you go. Uh-huh. Don't leave me. No matter how many vicious lies and attacks there are, our way, President Trump will never surrender our great country to the left's tyranny. But the Democrats will spend billions and billions of dollars trying to stop our, mo- our movement. We're counting on your support to finish what we started. Together, we dismantle the deep state, win back the White House, save America in 2024. Please consider contrib- completing your contribution today. Thank you. Wow. Even Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And his very deep, deep. Yes. Oh, sure. Sincere love for Melania. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Loves her. Um, by the way, <laughs> I think I must have missed this is what Carlos was talking about. It was a Newsmax host that tore into rapper Ice Spice yes. for yeah. making satanic hand gestures during Sunday's what he called this. satanic Super Bowl. It's just a rock gesture. That's a rock. Everybody in rock it's has a rock done that gesture. thing. That's like, it's also hook them horns so everyone from Austin, well, they're right. automatically going to They hell. probably think this was satanic, yeah. even though it's I love you. Right. Uh, Christianity under attack all over the globe, he declared on Newsmax. Uh, Americans witnessed what some were dumbing this satanic Super Bowl, including the moment where someone called uh, Ice Spice was hanging out with leftist icon Taylor Ooh. Swift. <laughs> made what some call <laughs> satanic hand gestures while she donned an upside down uh, cross. Doesn't every, every rocker done that yes, at some point? That like. She had an upside-down cross on? I, I, don't, I don't know. She probably was wearing a cross. And it, who knows? Who I, cares? Maybe she was dancing and it moved, moved? Chris. I don't Who cares? I didn't watch it. Uh, Sunday's Super Bowl received criticism from many conservatives who took aim at Ice Spice's necklace and devil horn hand gesture, uh, the feet-washing commercial, and the performance of the Black National Anthem. anthem. Representative uh, Rapey McForehead, Matt Gates boycotted the event. Mm. Oh, uh, he wow, them. how'd that go? He Highest ratings of yeah. any TV show ever, except for the moon landing. Boy, they could have had one more, but no, Matt Gates had to boycott. Oh, with the performance of the Black National Anthem. Oh, God. Entitled Lift Every Voice and Sing. Oh, my God, Lift Every Voice? What kind of communism is that? And accused the Super Bowl of, quote, desecrating America's National Anthem with the performance of another song in addition to the... Start so what did they think of, of America the Beautiful? Because that was performed as well. And that's not our national anthem. Exactly. It should be, but it is not. Right. That were they were they as incensed about that too? Because it desecrates Gosh, our national no. anthem? Of no. course not. Because it didn't have black in Lift the title. Lift every voice and sing is a fantastic and upset. Well, it's a beautiful also, song. Also, for people like Megyn Kelly and Matt Gates who were upset about yes. Lift Every Voice and Sing being played there, yes. not everything is for you. Thank you. Not Everything yes. is made for you. Yes. Let other people have their things too. Okay. Uh, we mentioned that uh, Trump went to the NRA and mentioned that he's going to mm-hmm. get rid of all mm-hmm. gun laws mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. much. And yeah, very excited about that. 
Uh, the former mother-in-law of the Lakewood Church shooter revealed uh, the deceased mother yeah. suffered from schizophrenia. There have been numerous attempts to help her. Help her. She had a well-known history with mental illness, but she was always allowed to own firearms. She had. A, that's the first thing that's the I problem Trump voted for. Yeah, is to make sure they took the restriction away <laughs> that mentally ill people couldn't get firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a particular kind of schizophrenia that caused her to become violent. She threatened her husband, my own son. We still couldn't get intervention. She added she had contacted Child Protective Services and others about the, her daughter-in-law. The grandmother said there were six years of red flags before the church shooting. We asked for help from police and received it many times, but she was still allowed to own guns. Yep. Ay, ay, ay. It's just an American story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, a couple more of the president on the Middle East. To bring peace to Gaza and Israel enduring peace with the two-state solution for two peoples. As the King and I discussed today, the United States is working on a hostage deal between Israel and Hamas, which would bring an immediate and sustained period of calm to Gaza for at least six weeks. Did he then sing, I could have danced all night? No, he didn't. He said this. Over the past month, (laughs) I've had calls with Prime Minister Netanyahu, as well as the leaders of Egypt and Qatar, to push this forward. The key element of the deals are on the table. There are gaps that remain, but I've encouraged Israeli leaders to keep working to achieve the deal. The United States will do everything possible to make it happen. You know, Senator Van Hollen painted a bleak picture of the humanitarian situation in Gaza. Speaking on the Senate floor, he said aid should be contingent on Israel adhering to his obligations Mm -hmm. under international law. You know, again, this whole thing is way above my pay grade, and I get that Hamas keeps stealing aid. I don't know how exactly you stop that. But I, I, it is such a heartbreaking cycle to me because I think, you know, clearly, as the president said, Israel's response has been over the top. But I don't know how do you how you stop. I wish there was something that there was a mechanism by which we could get rid of right. Netanyahu, you know, but, but I just don't I don't know what it it's is. Not our country. Yeah, no, right. exactly. You know, he's not the president's not president of Israel right. and they're a democracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, well, we will get to this. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of. Traitorous traitors who traitor constantly. Representative Elise Stefanik made a last-ditch effort to disrupt the civil fraud trial against mm-hmm. Donald Trump, filing ethics complaints against Letitia James. I, they are just his defense team, part and parcel. She um, alleged a complaint to the State Bar Association that James is conducting a biased investigation, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, they will do anything to protect this crook. And I, she is so naked in her you know, attempt to be vice president. I mean, I go. All right, we'll see you tomorrow on the Stephanie Miller Show.